gentlemen, welcome to uh, the latest song of the Galley 95 <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's your boy Kevry. Welcome to episode 84, and we have a full building. I feel like, like at this point, it's saying that we have a full building is just kind of like, just, week, yeah. yeah, just me kind of wasting my breath. But I love saying it because we got a, we really do have a full building. Nah, we really here. do though. Uh, so yeah, sure. so we, we got heavy hitters in here. So we have some first timers. We have some regulars. And we have some casuals yep. that are becoming regulars. Mm, so yeah. I kind of like that. So let's start with our regulars. You already know who's holding down with me. Boom! Boom, okay. boom, boom, good. boom, 95. 95 in this bitch. <laughs> Shit. Turn me up. Turn Shit, the nigga, fuck I up. <laughs> well, listen. You already know who it is. Shit, it's your me? boy, Overtime Job. We back in the building, ready to get this thing going. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Can I get an introduction? Because oh. I'm a regular oh. cast member that has oh. not been on here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! He been ill. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. So uh, step uh, on up. Oh, I'll step do it. Up. Up. Let I, me introduce you. Hello, guys. This is Ooh, Jazz in the building. building. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm about to introduce one of my favorite little niggas. All right, my boy Tay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome fucking back. Not Tay to Dawn. Not with the words of the great Captain Mac from Soul Plane. I'm here to take this bitch up another notch. Let's go. Turn me up. Turn me up. Turn me up. Queens, please get the mugs. Fuck up. Fuck up. You're not even getting tight. You're not a girl. Fuck it. You're not a girl. ASAP. That's all ASAP. Now niggas want to jack ASAP. Boo. He's tight. He's tight. He's tight. He's tight. He's tight. He's tight. Alright. I'm weak. Shit, yeah. <laughs> 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 you can think of thirty seconds and that nigga's got pigeons and shit. Yes, it's Dante on Instagram, Dante.all. If you know how to spell my first name, that's D-O-N-T-A-E dot all. Yep. On Twitter, it is Negro Domus94. Shout out to Paul Domus. Negro Domus, <laughs> nigga. Sheesh. On that note, I'm like off Sheesh. Sheesh. I didn't know he was doing AKAs. I gotta go AKA. Yeah, right. I'll say that for next year. I'll say that for next year. But we have a casual who's becoming a regular. Y'all know what the vibe is. We got... It's your boy, Nikki G, Nikki in the building. G. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, Nikki G. Happy to be back. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Another good episode. Just with Nikki G. Drop the bombs. A.K.A. Mr. Hold These Hands. And now... Now to kind of get to to uh, our newcomers, oh. one of the newest members to the Gallery 95 team. Yes, sir. We got... Lou Hayes. Lou yes. Hayes. Lou you, Hayes in the Lou building, man. You can't do that. respect your history, Damn, son. Where you find this? Damn. This is some hot shit. We might have to cut that out for some copyright reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, now, time to introduce our very, very special guest. Long time coming. Glad that we mm-hmm. can finally make this happen. Yes, sir. And connect with the boy. What's up, man? Man, Lexa in the building, a.k.a. Stony Sparker, MIA, representing Dade County. In your in your city, right? Yes, sir. Turn me up, Miami. Turn me the fuck up. Wade County, Miami Dade County. Y'all know Rihanna's house, three hundred five West Hollywood. Three hundred five. Jeez. Bunch of areas, man. The whole Northwest Miami Dade. Everybody, you know. So Brown County, Brown County, Palm Beach County. I mean, everybody know. Everybody that know me know. 
And if you don't know, now you know. Now you know, man. But it uh, feels good to be a part of this. Finally made it out. Um, yeah, man, really, really you looking forward to it. So what you guys got in store for like the whole podcast, the t- topics and all that. So. Yeah. And yeah. definitely, oh yeah, this is my first podcast. I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah, 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 let's go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is my first time being on the podcast. We popping cherries every day, y'all. go crazy. A lot of men in here. All right. All right. It came from the one woman in the group. Sorry, guys. But yeah, definitely feels good to be here. Um, I am... Not the biggest podcast listener. I do listen to podcasts, though. When mm-hmm. podcasts first started getting popular, I was listening to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I just get got caught up more with music. There's nothing in particular reason why. But, I mean, definitely glad to be a part of this one. Good Word. shit. Good yeah. shit. We well, appreciate you. Well, yeah. First off, appreciate you for being willing and able. Uh, you know, because there's been a lot of people that want to be on the pod, but, you know, they can't hang with the pod life or the pod Word. schedule or, you know, yeah. the, the, the X, Y's, and Z's that come with, you know, actually linking and creating some type of art or some type of, you know, content. Mm-hmm. So... Niggas got jobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel that. We work with us. work together too. Oh, I feel mm-hmm. that. We still can only do it a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have we, we have a slew of topics to to kind of run through. Don't want to rush through anything. Uh, but let's just start off with the basics, man. How's everyone feeling? Pretty good. good Pretty good. Right. Like, I'm, I'm feeling great yeah, right now. I just finished my whole bag of edibles. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if they were uh, like, they they I don't even know. We got like maybe maybe we have. He no. says it's time to get leafy. Oh. No, I, bro, I was, I was, that, I was offing them shits before I left the crib. I was get just like juice. popping them shits, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Banging them. I have a very high tolerance, so niggas mm. like edibles. Like I really have to go in to feel something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, edibles don't really like. Yeah, hit me like the new ones. The, yeah. Unless I could like, literally buy a whole bag of yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Be like. Yeah, exactly. Like I got some in Cali that hit, but Cali's is you know, Cali's Cali. I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. that's different. Like anywhere edibles, they'll be good, but because of my tolerance, I feel like it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really hit me how it's supposed to hit me. So I just take more than usual when I get blasted. I feel like once they start to really open up the dispensaries nah. out in New York, New Jersey, we're probably gonna start really seeing some fucking edibles that really hit. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, when when is that gonna happen? Like, I'd say I'll so it's, probably it's, like another year or two. It's recreationally legal. So that yeah, means yeah. eventually it's going to be similar to me being out in LA, right? Yeah. yeah. It just takes time to get the before the, yeah, the yeah, licensing, yeah. the contracts. And, and I heard New York like, New York is, gonna, is making you, it hard. It's very yeah. strict yeah. in Europe right now. Like right. in New York, if I you want to own a dispensary, mm-hmm. you can't own anything else but that dispensary. Yeah. Even if you want to just own a fucking cafe, you couldn't. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. You're locked in. Yeah, just, you're locked in. I think in it to takes three, two to three years right now, to, like for <laughs> shit to fully get your shit right and to open a store. <laughs> it just seems very like the every time there's something like this happens, the the laws around it always seem very suspicious. It's like yeah, that's is it, it? It's legal, but you guys are making it fucking impossible for so, somebody exactly. to especially somebody from our community. Like it's not for us though. It's yeah. for them. Yeah, it's yeah. for them. It really Big is. Business. <clears throat> It really is. High key. Yeah. High key. Unfortunately, man. Because yeah, now that weed is legal, the, the main nigga that was making money off weed before was the, the neighborhood black dude or Spanish dude. Now that he now he's actually against breaking the law. Selling that's illegal weed. 
That's a, a big that's reason why. That's a big reason why it was. Illegal weed is still better. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that part. <laughs> yeah, illegal weed will always be better. And I, it's I used just, to it's just the taste of the illegal activity. Nothing like the purple like baggage. Nothing like, <laughs> like the purple baggage from 2005 that you had to flick. I've I, I seen Jazz with a little grabber bag that, that took me back to 2007 with the little dime bag. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't seen those in a little bit. <laughs> it's crazy how they actually selling grabber now. Mm, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. So, baggies when you guys two baggies started smoking. Flavored graba and shit. Yeah, flavored graba. Yeah, bro. What the fuck? That's yeah, wild. bro. Shit's crazy. So, when, when y'all first started smoking, did y'all ever think that it was going to get to this point where you could walk into a corner store no. and then it's just no. grab and go? Honestly, Not until it was legal. Well, oh, grab weed and go? Yeah. Because nah, I was I, doing that already. <laughs> like, my corner store sold doves. <laughs> Shit. Let me get a dove and a platinum. Damn. Who works? Damn. Let me get a dove and a water and some Word. Skittles. Let me get an Arizona. Let me no get an empanada. And damn. we out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one states actually, if I'm not mistaken, was it Colorado or Cali first? I'm not too sure. I think was it Vegas? I, I, I think it was Colorado. California had like a proposition, then it was like yeah. a back and forth type bullshit. Once but Colorado was like really the first it, one. Then it was kind of like okay, like now it's starting to move, and then you saw what majority of like the Western states are legalizing it now. Then it made its way to the East Coast. Once it got to like, what's the what was the first place in, in the East Coast to do it? Is it what was PA? DC? Is even one of those two, P or DC? I think it was it, DC. It's, it's definitely not PA. Yeah, it was. Yeah. DC. It was DC because DC no. is legal, and so they yeah, have just once it hits the East Coast, then it's over. Yeah, that's where you grow it. Yeah, to be honest, honestly, when I first started, that was least of my concerns. So I wasn't even really thinking about where it was gonna be. I was just thinking about not getting caught because I was fucking 13 years old. Really so care, it was just like, I, I don't want to get caught. 13. Dang, you know, we started young. We started young. Back I, was, I started at 17. I was like 16. I started at 15. 15, 16, yeah. I was yeah, 13. I was, I was definitely, um, <laughs> I, st- I tried it when I was 12 and 13. I started smoking a little by little, 14, you know, 15. 16, I kind of slowed down because okay. I started getting a little bit more into sports. I started, you know, okay, yeah. messing around with females more. I start, my, mm-hmm. my mind started naturally just constantly concentrating towards yeah. other things. Like, yeah. I didn't need to always smoke. And then towards the end of 16, like, going to the being 17, I'd never, I'd never look back. I don't <laughs> never look started, back. Once you get to the age where you had to get a job, it was just yeah, like, oh, never, yeah. it's, it's never been done for me. Damn. I think the first time I hit the blunt, I was, like, 13. It was after, like, a soccer practice, which was, like, pretty tight. Uh, but then, like, I didn't touch it until, until I was, like, 18 again. And... That, that's when I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, I can really fuck with this. And then it just became like an everyday thing after like like two or three months. Mm-hmm. For like two or three months, it'll be like here and there. Like, all right, I might cop a dub, if anything, or like a two for 15. Yeah. But like... Yeah, I think when I, start, I started like in 15, just like off of like, my son hit me like, yo, bro, come smoke with me. Like, all right, bad, whatever. And then after that, like, once I got to college, and then I started getting my own money, and I had the ability to buy it, and I was working, stressed out from that. I don't like drinking. That's mm. when it became more of a habit. And then once I started meeting other people who smoked, smoked yeah. and it. then they That's were the it. ones, like, they had drug paraphernalia. <laughs> Not papers. They had paraphernalia. Word. Vaporized. The first time you see a nigga grab a blowtorch out of his book bag, that's when you know, like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, this is real. I might be doing I might be doing it. Shout out to my son, James. 
James D, he was the one that put me on to the dabber. I remember that one time I was in this nigga's crib, took two hits off the dab, went to a manager meeting at my old job, and was sitting there eating mad chips, cool. like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just cold, looking crazy, you looking directly Dorito. at my boss, like. <laughs> you got Dorito orange jewel just coming out to the shit. We're just uh, mad soda dripping out from the corner, like, <laughs> Nuts. I'm not gonna lie though, I miss being that <laughs> smacked again. Like, 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 like that type of smack. I, I feel like it's gonna take a minute for me to get back to that, to that type of high. Like, you have to stop smoking for a while. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, then, and then you gotta do some extra. <laughs> <laughs> extra is extra for people like us, bro. It's for the bro. high tolerance people, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. You gotta, you gotta start smoking. Some it's, there's yeah. no looking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta stop for like how long you been smoking? Know, again? Eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I'm 26. Well, well, all right, so and yeah, yeah, yeah. so you have to either stop for a year <laughs> or close to a year, yeah. or just do just do some extra because there's no looking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right. Like, like. Like I'm, I'm fully committed to the idea of smoking for the rest of my life. Like I enjoy it. Like, like it's not a burden. It doesn't impede anything I do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I and, mean, I like to stop sometimes just to get my mind focused on other things. Just like taking like, my time breaks. Breaks, breaks, breaks are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaks, yeah. breaks are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To get my lungs right, nigga, smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Breaks are different. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know, like, like, like there was like a three week stretch that 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 I almost went to. It was like. Like close to three three weeks where I was like trying to train for a marathon. Yeah. Never ran the marathon. Stopped training. But that's besides the point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is besides the Complete point. Complete your goals. Don't yeah. Finish. Yeah. Your yeah. Finish your route. And if you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to check that episode out. <laughs> OD. Uh, OD. Definitely. Start yeah, so 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 we already see it out, man. So let's kind of talk about it. Oh, I just thought I'd try to pause around with for the anybody mic. that doesn't. Uh, we don't have video yet. Yeah, so I pulled, I pulled, I pulled camera. out my camera, oh, guys. Camera. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo. What you got? Yo, What's your yo, camera yo, model? Yo, let me finish. Tell us. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so basically, this is a little Olympus OM two, my OM one. Kind of the meet, the light meter kind of fucked up. So this is my new shooter, but um, I've been shooting film for almost four years. Definitely something that I always wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> since a late teen. <clears throat> Sorry, people, but. Didn't really get into it back then because I was way more into my music. And it's just like either back then it's like when you're getting into something, you got to pick which one you want to strongly run with. <clears throat> at the same time, everybody at that time was like, you know, getting cameras, asking their mom for a camera. I'm a photographer mm-hmm. just because I got a Canon. Yeah. I got this. That was, a that was an era. Yeah. And like, <laughs> in like 2007, 2008, 2009, everybody was just getting these digital cameras. Shit, and just around Soho with a camera. I'd say right even up to like 2011, 12. Yeah. You like, know, yeah. 13, 14. Cause I was going to say even. I said from present day, everybody thinks they're just. No, well, as from that point. I tell people I'm not. From that era. Yeah. From that era ongoing now. It's just it really exploded, and that made me like I've always been the kind of kind of dude to not really jump on waves that much, or trying to like not be into the like the pop culture wave that everybody's into. So I just stayed in my own lane, but still had the passion. Which honestly, I kind of regret in a little bit, but you know, you gotta live with regrets at the yeah. end of the day. Sure. But that that shouldn't have been a big or break thing. I should have just did my thing anyway. But kind of made me not want to do it. And I just I've always consumed photography for all those years. I always was into it. And then I ran into a group of creatives in Delray Beach, Florida. Shout out Delray. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, just started chilling with these dudes, and you know, I make music, so I needed photos for my press kit, or whatever. And it was a bunch of photographers, and they had film cameras, and I was like, "Yo, this is kind of the look that I've always liked. Yeah. Like, this is what I really want to start doing." Old school film cameras, yeah, film, film cameras are very expensive, more affordable than the the level of digital camera that I knew I would need. Yeah. 
And it's just, it was like a new thing. It's like I hadn't been, I hadn't been into my music. I had kind of been away from it at the time. I wasn't really finding good production. I wasn't really that motivated to like write anything. I would write here and there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was kind of a way to get my, my creativeness out <clears throat> through a new lane. And it just kind of took over really, honestly. That's good shit. That's good shit, bro. And yeah, yeah, in your photography, bro, every time I see you post shit. This shit be fucking Yo, A1, amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. bro. Like, really, I just yeah, really appreciate bro. it, guys. Yeah, like this shit's fucking crazy. I think in all honesty, yeah. you don't get the credit like like you deserve. Yeah, I'm throwing you fucking bouquets. Thank you, man. I really, I, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly appreciate that. Yeah, like, it means a lot in, in this in this in this world in this era where. I mean, it's so much photos, so much images out there. So, yeah. so much, it's so much photographers. Work. I mean, Cub, you know, like work. It's so much photographers too, out yeah. there that are getting places, and you just look at their work and be like their work is fire, but yeah. so is mine. Yeah. Exactly. So at the end of the day, now I'm not really like I haven't even like this past month. I mean, it's also been cold as fuck. Yeah, yeah fucking burn. But this past mm-hmm. month or two, I haven't really been shooting. Like since I came back home, I went home for the holidays. Since I get back, I haven't been shooting as much because it's like I'm more or less focusing on now getting out. The shit that I already was, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shooting. There you go. Getting out the shit that I was already shooting, and I'm trying to like, I'm working on my website. Yeah. I'm working on more like collage, like art pieces that with with my fucking work. So I'm trying to do other things with it. Like the shoot is gonna definitely definitely pick back up. Mm-hmm. But right now it's more or less that. Like all these people that you see that have these great images, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this shit's fire, but what am I not doing? What I'm not doing is not making the right connections, which I am, but it's just like, you got to keep going. You got to find those people to kind of connect the dots with to get yeah, your shit out, do the right shows. Um, You know, like what Kev's doing right now, create books, you know what I'm saying? Get the books out. You know, just get stuff out, get like a following in whatever way that you know how to. Mm-hmm. Just, and yeah. Hold on, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say, bro, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Because I just heard oh, yeah. on another podcast, I'm going to shout them out real quick because they killed the game. The What You Thought podcast. There's a um, gentleman on there named Amal. Mm-hmm. So his Instagram is Man Meets Style, and his, actually I got his name wrong. His name is Amar. So he spoke of a story of where he was down bad, like very bad, and now he came up to the point where he was begging for people for money, and now he owns his own magazine. Wow, nice. Shooting That's celebrities crazy. and shit. So shout out to him, Man Meets Style. Crazy. Check out this shit. That's Please. motivation, man. Hell yeah. The What That's... You Thought podcast. They killing shit right now. Shout out to them, bro. Motivation. Bro. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Your time I'm not stopping, out, bro. I'm not stopping. Your and like the, the, the music, that's, I mean, my, my first love, that's everything that, everything I'm into, everything I love is, is, is most of it is just through loving hip hop, like as a young, as just a young child. So, yeah. not the show. Yeah. No, not love and hip hop. Loving, loving hip hop. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, definitely just, that's my first love. That's something that I can't really, like, it's, it's, I'm not done. It's not really a way. I'm just kind of restructuring how I create right now when it comes to the music. So the music and time is coming, but I'm definitely using everything else is just mm-hmm. to build my platform as a whole artist all around. I have a lot to offer, so yeah. I'm not trying to label myself as one thing. Fuck I'm just that. an all around artist. I'm a creative, um, and I could just channel that through many different avenues. Facts. So Facts. just just to quick stay, stay on the topic of photography, because uh, a few months ago, you, you reshared something that like was really was really interesting and then you had an explanation to it and it, it, it honestly just resonated with me like just very very like well uh and you said instagram is a a, a terrible place for up-and-coming photographers <laughs> it is. And, and and bro like 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 there's like 
a moment when like somebody like spits facts and you're like, oh yeah, facts, yeah, you know. But but then like when somebody like like spits like facts, you're like, yo, what the fuck, uh, like, and like, that, you too, like I'm not the only yo, one. Yo, that's yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally like like my my reaction. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was yo, this literally has been like my whole mantra for the past like X amount of months. Like, yeah. yo, this is terrible for us. Like like like, like yeah. this shit fucked us up. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of like pick your brain on it. Like like like. Like, where did that, like, come from? For so, to preference my comments, Instagram is, if you don't have anything else, it's it's the best way to get your stuff out. Yeah. At the same time, it's a horrible place to try to make something of your photos. Like, you want to get it out. You want people to see it. You want to put it on the internet. You don't yeah. know who could see on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. It, you have that. It's, it's a high probability of, you know, the most random person seeing your shit and just liking it and That's just getting true. out there and knowing yeah. who you are. That's You just want that response from the people. But at the same time... When you're really trying to make something of it, I mean, yo, the algorithm game, it's a game. You got to play it. And it's just, it's horrible. Bitch. It's yeah. horrible. It's just like, yo, some people don't even see my shit because I'll post it. Not because they don't follow me. Not because they don't like my shit. Because the content of what's in the photo, the photo is yeah. not something that they usually like. So they haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. It's a photo of somebody walking on the street. They don't like photos like that on the normal. So Instagram's like, yo, I'm not going to show this person this picture. Exactly. And it's fucking me up. Mm -hmm. It's fucking a lot of people up. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's not something that... I'm going to sit around and complain about. I'm going to just do my due diligence and yeah. know that my my work and what I have to offer and what I'm trying to get through in the world is way bigger than just Instagram. That's true. But at the same time, it's just like, that's something that you realize and you just got to take with a grain of salt and run with it because it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. Like you, I, I like making things like putting them out there, like making a point and putting out there what's going on and speaking mm -hmm. the truth. The truth is, it is a horrible place when you're <laughs> trying to be an upcoming photographer. It's not... You could get lucky overnight, you know what I'm saying, one in a million, you know what I'm saying, if you shoot a celebrity, you got this one shot of this celebrity and it came out fire and now your page buzzing, people hit you up, that could happen. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, if you're really, you shouldn't set your whole goal on that. Like, yeah, sure. You got to have a plan outside of just how many you likes. You got to have a wide range. It, my, what's my engagement on the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. look at my insights, what's my, like, it has to be more to your, you, you as a photographer from a business mind. You trying to come up than just Instagram, and I think people that know how to shoot, that know that they're trying to get places, they know that. Yeah. Mm. But I just wanted to put it out there, like, yo, it's just such a horrible place, cause at the moment, like I said, I, like I'm working on my website right now, so it's not done yet. It will be, like, I'm working on this book, so that will be done, and I'm getting these prints that will be done soon, like within this year, basically. But right now, that's all I have. So when what I see it as, that's kind of like not not the way. Since since it's all I have, and since I'm a guy going through that experience. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing this is not it when you're trying to be and that's what's making me say okay well I'm not going to complain about it I know this is not it now I'm going to do something about it Yeah, and that's that's where we are right now I'm going to take out my other shooter because it's, it's kind of dark in here we can use a light <laughs> thing but I'm going to take out my other little shooter I have a question does being from Miami like push your creative? I mean it doesn't it, it kind of inspires a lot of things about it and it it kind of puts my style. It's like my style is implemented in that because I'm from Miami and because I'm, I'm a fan of the culture that you know what I'm saying is mm -hmm. is more associated with not being from Miami. Like I like a lot of hip hop shit from West Coast and from the East Coast. I like a lot of like cultural things that maybe the average Miami person that might not be into. Like you are gonna have your your people in certain places that like it. Like I always ran into like minded people down there. But not as a whole. So I think me being from Miami from Miami has an inspiration on my work. Yeah. But it doesn't really. Me, I could be from wherever, and I'm still gonna have that that thrive. It's just like yeah. where I'm from is gonna show in my work, and yeah. I'm always gonna represent yeah. that because I love being where I'm from. But yeah. I don't, I don't really to answer your question like fully. Like, no, nah, I don't think it, it it really 
makes a difference where I'm from, it makes it di- where I'm at has a bigger effect. Mm. More or less where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Like, so. like, where I'm, where, like, when I... I started shooting back in South Florida when I was living in Del- like around Delray Beach area, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, West Palm, but... It, it started up there, and it started, like, I started really realizing that, like, the technique and shit, how to get shit done. But when I came to New York and I, I hit the streets, my shit, my, oh shit, my, my shit, my shit, my shit, my shit went up. Like, yeah. and my, my drive went up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, bro, I used to be, yo, it would be summer, I'm burning, I'm sweating, I'm tired, I got a headache. I'm going, I'm still going to the spot, I'm getting these shots. I'm going to this party later, I'm getting these shots. Because mm-hmm. this is what I'm here for. I, like, I got a purpose. Like, this is not my only thing I'm here for, but this is one of the things I'm here for. So, if I want the work, if I want to get these images and if I want good product, if I want good, like, content, Mm -hmm. you got to work for that shit. Always. You got to work for that shit. You got to go out there and get it. Like, niggas be like, you walk all that? My nigga, I'm not getting no shots on a motherfucking scooter in a car. Yeah. I got to walk. I have to be on the street. You got to see that shit. You got to be close to it. You got to be in the trenches. Yeah, and the action got to come to you. Sometimes you got to chill and not walk and just let motherfuckers come Come to you, smoke, chill, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. It's a lot of things you learn. Like, there's a very, very good, like, whoever's into, like, street photography, because in my opinion, that's the hardest one. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have their opinions. That's That's the hardest place to shoot. Nobody knows what the fuck you're doing. Nobody cares. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that fact. You just you just out there. So a good doc, a good documentary to watch is called Everybody Street. Mm-hmm. It's like small interviews from like some of the best street photographers to ever do it mm-hmm. um, around the world, and it just gives an insight on like how street photography is, the art of it, just being out there, um, kind of the edge of it, shooting people without permission, mm-hmm. you know, getting that kind of lash. Like I've got cussed out a couple times, not a lot, but a couple times. You know, the dude called yeah. me an asshole because I raised my camera. It's gonna happen. You gotta be willing to go. You gotta be tough skinned You gotta be really willing to go through that shit if you really love your art and what you want to get out. So definitely, man. But street photography is my main thing. It's not all I do, but it's my main love. What's what's your favorite place to shoot at in the city? Like, any? Do you have like any? Yeah, I like LES a lot because of the Chinatown kind of like lapse over. Nice. So I like I like that area where they kind of combine going into Chinatown. Uh, yeah, definitely Lower just all all over Lower Manhattan. I love shooting Washington Square Park. I just love mm-hmm. the people, the like the the youth out there, mm-hmm. the students like from you know what I'm saying from NYU. Like the whole culture is out there as far as the youth yeah. is concerned, the youth in New York City. So that's really like what, what I like to shoot. The times that we're in now, the youth, what they're doing, and really just. Anywhere I'm at that I'm not really in a lot. Like, I'm always in Lower Manhattan and Brooklyn a lot. I live in Jersey. I don't really shoot Jersey a lot because I'm always in my crib over there. I really, when I'm out, so when I'm out I'm, I'm come, I come to the city. Yeah, I only live about 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Very close, so I'm always here. But, I mean, I like getting, uh, you know, a lot of old car shots, as you guys seen. So, mm-hmm. a lot of areas that are good for that. Brooklyn's good for that. Yeah, so, I like, I like shooting Brooklyn, but Brooklyn doesn't have as much people as Lower Manhattan. Like, I like places as crowds. That mm-hmm. people are just walking, that people like to. I like I like to go to areas where people get dressed up to go, mm-hmm. so I can shoot looks and I could I could shoot interesting people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely just just Lauren Manhattan in general. Okay. I have to say. So yeah. And so of course so yeah, 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 yeah always yeah. always. When you first started, uh, like doing photography, was there like an angle with it, or was it just kind of like let me just learn as I go? Well, my angle was kind of just catching moments and just catching like like reality and just my angle was really getting my vision out, getting out like what I saw and I know other people didn't see and making them see it. That was kind of everything that was about what mm-hmm. I started shooting. 
So that was really it for me. And then it was also a little bit of let me learn as I go. But I just had, I had kind of like my, my purpose and what I wanted to get out. I just wanted to get my vision out. I didn't want to shoot what other people wanted me to shoot. Like, I didn't really like when people know I started shooting. Yo, why don't you get a picture of that? Oh, you should get a picture of this. Like, I don't really like that. I, I really don't like that because it's like, yo, my man, like, I don't see what you see, bro. You get your yeah. picture, bro. Like, I don't want to shoot that. I'm yeah. good. Like, I, I'm good. I, I know you think it might be a good picture, but I don't see it. I don't feel it, so I'm not going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And I shoot film, so a lot of people don't really understand that, which is fine. I understand that they don't understand. Yeah. But, bro, it costs me. I have a certain amount of shots. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not going to waste a shot on this, something that is not going to turn around, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that's kind of like what it's about for me. And and it, it, it's funny, because that, that, that's something that, that people don't understand, is that you, you only have put so many shots, and on top of that, like, I, I think people set, like, a really high expectation of, like, all right, I'm going to get X amount of fire shots, but it's also, like, you have no idea, like, what you're going to get. What is a fire yeah. shot? You, like, Anything is a fire I'm, shot. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about just getting a shot, period. Like, like True. Like, like, like there are some shots that you think you you got it and like yeah it's like, like wild blurry or yeah, yeah. Or like you missed it by a second or like you didn't have enough you know lighting so now it's just just super dark mm-hmm. or like it might be like an expired film so it might be like like really grainy to the point where yeah. it's just like you know hard to you know edit or you know anything exactly. along those there's lines there's a lot of aspects bro there's a yeah. lot of aspects to it that and there's a lot of aspects that people just don't understand, and that's the only frustrating part about it because we live in an era, of course, where film is sort of outdated. It's coming back with a bang now, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still kind of like quote unquote outdated compared to you know the digital photography world, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is fine, like I love digital photography, and eventually, I am, I am going to get into that as well. But uh, yeah, man, it's just like people just don't really understand it, and it's kind of hard to explain to them because they still won't understand if you explain it. And then I've learned to just let it let it rock. Like, yeah, I let it rock. If they get mad, fuck it's it. Like what is it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna take the photo because in the film you don't understand. If they don't. If they get mad, fuck it. They understand. Then great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so really. yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> and, and YouTubers, calm the fuck down, <laughs> man. <laughs> Talk about portrait and shit. Shit cost a goddamn arm and a leg. I pay sixty five dollars for a fucking five Shut the fuck down, man. <laughs> God damn, blowing up all this shit and not even want to shoot portrait and they fucking point and shoes, trash ass point and shoes they buying. <laughs> Wasting good film, man. I'm just getting on my frustrations with yeah, the shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I felt that. I, I felt that. Because, like, yeah, it's cool, like, you're bringing light to the photography room, but it's also, like, it's like... Kodak's like, oh, yeah? All right, All right. nigga, give me money. Give me money. Right, more literally. Hearts. Literally. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, like, we up. You know? It's all good, man. I'm still oh. going to get my film and get my shots. Uh, so, so just kind of, like, overall, how was your transition from, like, Miami to, like, New York and just Jersey? Ah, uh, so... Long story short, I used to live same area, more more or less same area I'm living right now in 2012 for a year or like for like 11 months, and then mm-hmm. I went right back to South Florida. I, I straight, came straight from Miami up mm-hmm. here in 2012 for a year, then went back, and I was in Palm Beach County where I was just where I just left from. But mm-hmm. I was on there for four years, and then kind of was a wild. It was a wild story on how I came back. Uh, basically, I was working. I used to do um, office work. I used to work for a foreclosure. Um, mortgage firm, you know, mortgage foreclosure firm, and basically I used to do like contract management. I used to look over contracts, basically just make sure everything was all right. Um, you know, just like a lot of a lot of paperwork dealing with contracts, with mortgages, with a lot of you know stuffy shit. I didn't really like doing, but I could learn it. I could do it. Yeah. And um, I was doing that for a while. Basically, 
lost my job, man, after four years, got fired off of some dumb shit. And basically what it was, what I felt like it was, is that they saw I didn't really have passion for it. I was just getting by. I was there for four years. I was making pretty good money for what the job was. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really trying to move up. I didn't give a fuck about that place. Like, and, they, and they knew it. Like, yeah. I stood out very, very, like, all right, for example, just to make a long story short, like, for you to get a good, like, idea of what I'm saying, hypothetically speaking, if you guys would walk into the office right now, mm -hmm. empty, empty office, mm -hmm. with a bunch of cubicles, you, you'll spot my cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, oh yeah, this Lexo shit right here. Like my shit, nigga. I had Jordans on my shit, nigga. I had all type of shit, nigga. Miami Dolphins, this. I had fucking everything, bro. I had all type of shit. I had art paintings, <laughs> nigga. I'm, I'm this my shit over here. This, I gotta be here for eight hours every day, and this shit. I gotta be around since I like. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's the cubicle where I took all the all the L's for the off white ten. Um, as the day, that was the hardest day at work. Just like. Every thirty minutes, just from computer to my phone, catching else, looking over the cubicle to like one, to like one of my homeboys in that whole fuck office that knew what the fuck going on. We just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. We looking over. I don't know. Nothing. I'm pending. I'm pending. Yeah. I'm pending. yeah. So basically, I lost my job, man. Um, over some dumb shit. Basically, they put my, they used to put my name on papers that you sign when you pay off your mortgage. Yeah. Uh, whoever is holding it has to sign it out to release it. I used to mm -hmm. sign releases all day. And they said uh, I couldn't sign the ones anymore because I didn't have a license to sign. It's some dumb bullshit. But my names were already on them, so I would sign them. Mm -hmm. And then they got it back around that it was escalated and I had to get let go. So at that very moment, this was about the very beginning of 2018. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I just decided, well, I have a best friend that lives up here. My best friend, he's from he's from the Bronx. He used to live in Harlem, moved to Miami in middle school. I met him in high school, and it's from high school he was like up here and back, like moving back and forth. And that's what I stay with now. But basically, I just I knew he was up here. I was like, "Yo, you got a like a room I can stay at the spot." He he did, and I just kind of made my decision to move up in uh, in April. I was like, "All right, in three months, I'm up." Like, got my unemployment shit going with Florida, and I was just out there, just really. That's when my photography kind of like started building because I had so much time. I had yeah. all the time in, in the world. I had all day, mm -hmm. and I already knew I was leaving. I was it was kind of like a really good time in my life. It was a really good transition, but it was also kind of crazy because it just happened so. Sporadically, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Um, got into some crazy shit in Florida. I don't want to get. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. I got into some violent situations. Shit. And uh, and uh, basically, it was it was cool though. It was nothing crazy. Um, and I was like, yeah, that happened right before I left. So I drove up, rented a van, put all my shit in the van, mm -hmm. and niggas was out. Man, we drove up, got pulled over by the cops Sheesh. in South Carolina. With a bunch of weed on us. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, the cops let us go after okay. they caught us. Yo, they yo. went through, dangerous areas. They went dangerous. through all my shit. I got all my kicks. They going through all my boxes. They opening shit in the middle of the fucking highway. Cars flying Ooh. by. The sun shining on all my shit. Niggas just looking through. The cop like, oh, that's pretty impressive. I was like, in my back, I was like, what the fuck you know about sneakers? Yeah. <laughs> impressive. Nigga, like, you know, you got these goddamn boots on. Yeah, yeah. You wrangling the face. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there was actually yo. there was actually some of the nicest cops I ever met, ironically. Mm -hmm. so, Carolina, and he he did get mad. Cause I told him I didn't have no more weed, mm. and I did have more weed. He found it about the bottom of my bag. Uh, he came out all mad and shit. It's like you lying to me. He pulled, he made me like crush it on the floor, oh, but man. he let me ride. So it was like if I would have got arrested with all my shit and on the move, that would have been a horrible situation. I don't know where mm. I would have ended up, like with all my sh belongings in yeah. South Carolina, and yeah. like I don't know what the fuck would happen. So thank thankfully I was let go and I got up here. Been going. That's what would happen. Yeah. Shit, I got up here 420, man. 420, 2018. Hey. That was the transition. And then, you know, that's it. I'm here now. Oh, yeah. What was the downgrade to Jersey? 
What? Please don't try and do that, nigga. What? Run that back, run that back, run that back. Tomatoes, tomatoes. I didn't understand the question. Mad tomatoes. Where did you move from New York to Jersey? If you ever did live in New York, did you? No, no, I never. I was always living in Jersey. I would always just come to New York. I was always I was living so close. Would you move to New York? Of course I would, but it's just too fucking expensive. Let, 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 me, let me find something affordable. <laughs> let me sign, when I find something affordable, I'm out. But right now, my living situation is good. I'm very close to the city. I do want to move, but I'm not in a rush. So when I yeah. find something that's a good situation, that's it. Yeah, don't yeah. do Jersey like oh, yeah. that, bro. Yeah, he type violated. Yeah. He type violated. He tried to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jersey. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know I'd be in Harlem, but whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, do you have anybody you want to work with or like, like collab, collab with? Oh, uh, yeah, my man. Well, my man Tone, that most of y'all know, is mm-hmm. kind of my biggest collaborative mm-hmm. ongoing so far, as far as like what we've done, the relationship we built through music and through just creativity in general. Yeah, and just the connection. Tone, yeah, the tone. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, official dude. Too. Just a connection we built over that. Definitely something that. Um, I want to keep going. Something that, like, we got a lot of plans to do good things with that going forward. So, something I feel like is going. Definitely Kev. Me and Kev got to, you know, collab yeah, with some is. shit. You know, that's that's a fact. That's, that's Um And any, I mean, anybody who's authentic, man. Just yeah, nobody okay. in particular. After that, I don't think it's nobody in particular. Just anybody who's authentic, man. That just wants to really work on dope shit that is for the culture for real. Like, not yeah. for the culture in a sense of, you getting your clout and talking about shit that everybody's talking about just for popularity because that's the culture's been mistaken yeah, as of late it's really really yeah. mistaken so yeah. I'm talking about the real culture like yeah. fuck your like <laughs> big time followings yeah. and your critical now fuck all that shit like the shit that the people want you know what I'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. the shit that the people that follow are that have always been following art from every aspect for years since before Instagram mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of the core following that I'm talking about yeah so those type of people is the people I want to collaborate. That's what, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and it's cool because, like, along the way, like, we get inspired from the people that we follow and the people that we unfollow and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just as inspired by, by us, it seems like, some days. And just from, like, the creative aspect of it is, like, you know, like, you can really appreciate that, that you mm-hmm. can look at somebody's work and not be in competition, mm-hmm. like, kind of what the culture kind of dictates. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if, if somebody has a dope photo, like, I can't like their photo. You that's know, how like, shit. Yeah. The politics, like, man. Yeah. yeah. The like, politics is crazy. Like, I can't like their photo. Yeah. That's high quality loser shit. High yeah, right. quality, really, though. Really, really though. Loser shit. That's what if you like something, just like it. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no need to follow an agenda. If you genuinely like something, show up. Like, exactly. Yeah, you so have yo, to have an op in this, in this photography shit. You don't have to have an op. You don't have to have an op in anything. And people, like, create ops, like, Almost just for like the thrill just, of it. Yeah, like I don't, I would never understand that. Yeah, it yeah. makes no. Why sense. would you want to live with so many ops? Like I, <laughs> I could never chill. Like yeah, I would so never be able sense. to chill. Like, always so like, on, I can't just go to the store in my slippers. Yeah. Like I gotta carry the Glock everywhere. <laughs> like why? Everywhere I go, I gotta be fighting for my life. <laughs> like, what, I'm about to, like, what if I had kids? Like, I'm taking no, I'm them niggas the to the kids. movies. I gotta yeah. carry the grip on them. Like, <laughs> what am tough. I doing? You know, it's crazy because some, but, but some people really do live like that. Yeah, yeah that's like hiking. Well, they be living life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Nah, so to kind of like transition from photography to sneakers, my girl. Yeah. We know you. Hey. Okay, we know that's you got feet. 
I want to know what is your favorite sneaker of all time. That's fucking hard. I but know. It's, easy. Or, <laughs> but it's, it's easy. It's hard. So the fact that it's so fucking hard, you gotta bring it down and make it easy, and just <laughs> and just go with the flow and go with what it naturally feels like. And it's naturally, and it's naturally full time out. It's naturally a fucking Air Force One. What did I say? Hold on, what did I say, bro? Full time out. Girl, you call it a call. We got a time out. We got a time out, guys. That was a wild pause, man. He said it's wild hard. He said it's hard like Oh, my God. So like I said, it's very difficult. Sit your ass down. Change of the verbiage. But but no, it's it's definitely comes down. Everything revolves back for me to an Air Force One. So I mean, middle school, white Air Force Ones, man, that was like the shoe that the hip hop shoe and just the variations, the different the different styles, the I mean the collaborations they had. That was kind of one of the one of the first shoes that Nike started making exclusive kind of collaborations for. It's a shoe that's gonna never die. Not necessarily white on whites, but just a shoe in general. I mean, I love Jordans. I'm a Jordan man myself. Jordan Fours is definitely on my list, but just uh, Air Force One, man, you can't go wrong. Mm, you can't go wrong. Crispy quality, white. quality yeah. Air Force One. Yeah. Good, good, well crafted Air Force Ones. The Air Force oh, Ones from the from the real era, yeah, definitely. Hold on, can we just go around the room and get that answer from everybody? We can. Oh, everyone's favorite sneaker. All the time. All, all the time. I'd wear this sneaker every day if I could and just get a, a new pair when one dies. Uh, Black Cement 3s. Oh, that's all Yeah, I'll give up the opportunity to get any other sneaker if that's the, the sneaker I'm stuck with for the rest of my life. Nice. I, I'd be 110% okay with that. Nice. Okay. Jazz. Yeah. Um, Sheesh. My favorite of all time, like I'm sure y'all probably know, is the Uncle Dunkle. Mm. You feel me? Nice. Mm-hmm. That's the, a great choice. Yeah, the okay. pink ones. The pink and white. Yeah, the pink. Yeah, the black name yeah. drop right there. Yeah, if you try, that was my nigga. If you don't know, hit yeah. Google real quick, okay? Hit Google. <laughs> yeah, guys, um, get with it. <laughs> <laughs> Educate yourself. Yeah. But we'll John. get into that a little bit later. John, what's yours? Uh, the Freddy Cougar Dunks. Mm. Nice. Uh, That's my favorite. That's unreleased. Oh, unattainable. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you can't get sorry, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm be sorry, rich. Bro. That's a great. Unless choice, unless you get rich, rich, unless you get rich and you don't give a fuck, then you could charge. Nah. Well, you could throw what 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 what, 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 what niggas is charging now? Probably fucking half a mil. How niggas be charging? That's if they even have size. Yeah. Shit, Travis Scott. Niggas want a hundred thousand dollars for some off white ones. Like nigga, <laughs> <laughs> goddamn, nigga. They was violating. Wasn't they two twenty when they came out? Yeah. Yeah. My goodness, I get it though, but I mean, you know whatever. Yeah. Nick, how about you? Uh, so, Hold on. according to to this, October twelfth, two thousand twenty one, they were going for twenty five bands. Twenty five bands for for a size eleven. Uh, I don't know what size it is, but apparently it was Travis Scott size and Kendall Jenner size. <laughs> so yeah, they bought them, bro. They got yeah. matching, uh, matching pair. They have a matching pair. <laughs> Look at Josh's face. He's, Over. he's Over so angry. <laughs> so yeah, so twenty five bands. Well, twenty five bands is nothing to them. What, bro. Uh, yeah, what that's like twenty five dollars. About that purchase. Or two fifty. Take that. She only has shoes like that because of him. Exactly. The only reason Hi-key. dunks are moving like this is it's because, because of Trav. Exactly. And she only has Hi-key. shoes like that because of him. So then it's like now you're pushing the agenda for everybody else to get shoes. Just cause you have them, mm-hmm. yeah. why? Yeah. I'm. I mean, to be fair, all of us are sneakers, so we can appreciate 
a good low top dunk, a good yeah. high top dunk. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. But the majority of the masses just just go with what is not available, but kind of just, just was thrown in their face on their you know on their social media feeds. And at one point, it was everyone wearing cargo pants and dunks. That was a nasty. That era. was a. Yeah. We're still in that era. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still in yeah, that we era. Cargo pants and dunks. Dunks. Yeah. Jeez. And, and, I have to and, stop doing that. And, <laughs> and, and some type of vintage tea. Sheesh. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, that's today. That's today. If I'm attacking anybody, I apologize. But Wait, that, just wear sweatpants. No, no, this is not an attack. <laughs> this this is a recognition. Yeah. <laughs> We're recognizing it. If somebody yeah. feels some type of way, I'm sorry. Listen, uh-huh. being in an area where everybody's so sensitive, Word. you got to toughen up, yeah. my nigga. This is a hard world. We're We're nuts, man. Yeah, We're we, we talking about what's going on. Like yeah. this is this is the truth. There's there's not a, a lot of originality. No street code. In in the world of fashion right now, and the world of fashion is so much more broad than it was even four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to today, which is fine with me. But it's like, yo, let like be authentic with it. Once again, yeah. to bring that word up, just stop stop looking Wait, at shit. Yeah, wear. man, stop looking at shit and only only wearing it just because you see somebody with it on. That that's really a bad look, and when when you're not real with it, like the real ones know, like we see you and we know, like Word. you're not fooling us, mm-hmm. you're not fooling anyone, like we know that you're just copying something that you seen some influencer tell you about, which that influencer just copying some person that they see on the street, yeah. so it just it's just a whole domino effect. Man. Yeah, it, it it's a nasty cycle, which I don't know, it it for me just replicates a lot of gentrification vibes. Yeah. You know, like, 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 like everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the Air Force One, like, 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 like the, the real ones know what it really is. But for the ones that don't like that, that that's just a, a sneaker that everyone needs to have just because it's you a know. classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't say so. My favorite sneaker of all time is actually coming out sometime this year. Whenever the fuck Nike decides to stop pushing shit back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Then. If we're if I'm if I know what you're talking about, then let's go to Nick and Lewis first because that's gonna be a whole conversation. Oh, Nick did it. Nick, Nick said it. My fault. Lewis. I didn't say mine yet. Uh, he did. Oh, he did it? Nah, nah, he my didn't. Go mm. off. It's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. You're trying to skip me. Yeah. It's been a lot. Um, damn, it is a hard question though. I think I'll say one of my favorites right now. I have it. Um, the Shanghai Ninety Fives. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't even want them. But oh. Pops, he told me to enter. This and shit. somehow I just miraculously won. Legendary <laughs> Pops. And I was you ready. Know, I was ready to. Yeah. Get, I was ready to get rid of them. If you know, you know. Facts. If you know, you know. I was ready to get rid of them. I was like, Nah, this is way too nice. They look much better in person. So yeah, I keep them nice. Good shit. How about like, you, Lou? Um, probably the Black Forest. Solid choice. Solid. That's yeah. Very that's solid. a classic. You can't even beat that. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. is the one that started it all for me to play off 12. That was my first shoot that got me into Sneaker Collection. Nice. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the production or like shipping. Nike, yeah. like, please stop pushing that shoe back. That is a very anticipated shoe. You had it for All Star Weekend and you fucked that up. Now it's pushed back to March. Please get this shoe out. Yeah. The masses want it. The, the masses, masses need want it. it. We need it. I want that it. shit too. Uh, I want yeah. that shit too. Same. Yeah. I haven't she had that since high school. Bad, because my mm-hmm. fucking bread 12s, they're OG, but I can't wear them no more. They're starting to crack, so I need some 12s I could rock. Need those playoffs 12s with that nice black leather. 
a nice white on his side, man. The red jump man on the back. Nah, I need those. Come on, stop playing with me. It's a miss for me. Is 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 just a sneaker that I just don't need. Mm-hmm. That's your own opinion, but you yeah, bugging yeah, the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> That's your own opinion, but you bugging the yeah, fuck out. Yeah, I. I I hesitated to get that yeah. thought off, but yeah, no, nah, I, I I stand by that. It, it, it's a great sneaker, but it's a sneaker that I probably am not going to try for. There is mm-hmm. there are shoes like that, bro. I yeah. feel you 100% yeah. on True. that. There are shoes out there. Y'all say like great shoe. Yeah. But I'm not mocha's. getting it. Like, I feel like that with the South Beach A's. Like, yo, that's a great shoe. I'm not getting that shoe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your opinion. Crazy. That's a great shoe. It's, it's amazing, but I'm not, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. I need need shit. I need certain shit before I need yeah. myself. When I get certain shit, then I'll dwindle on you know, okay, maybe yeah. I'll get the South Beach eight now. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm that's just an example that. of what Kev's talking about. Like I, this year, but like well, listen, this is a fucking expensive habit, guys. Yep. You yeah, gotta choose is. choose your battles, my nigga. Yeah. We out here trying to count choose every your, release. Choose your addiction. <laughs> my nigga, I, yo, let's choose listen, your addiction. So, speaking of expensive habits, uh, motherfucking Big Bangs, 240. Yo, are you shitting me? Nah, we, oh, we nah, gotta have, bro. Bro. We gotta have a discussion about the that. The Big Bangs no, 240. That's yeah, some fucked up I, shit. Yeah, I don't care about that shoe, but y'all go ahead. Nike's fucked up. I'm going that, that shoe was nowhere near 240 when it came out originally. Yeah. That's fucked up. Don't and they that. rose the price because it was the hype. You know why? Exactly. No niggas wanted that. Exactly. That shit is fucked up. So yeah. Can, I, can, can I, I work for them niggas? We all work for these up. niggas. <laughs> can I say something about... I, I don't... I'm not a fan of the... Like, there's certain one-offs that I fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm... Overall, I'm not a fan of two, like that whole late 2000s basketball early mm. like the that is Nike the basketball. greatest um, that's not me mm. that you you won't see me rocking you won't see me rocking oh, no KDs I'm not like getting so. fly with K- I'm not rocking mm. a fit with KDs no. I'm not rocking a fit with no bat. I'm sorry no, those, no, are, no, I bro, I, those are strictly performance sneakers the reason why the reason why you know why the reason why sportswear is now uh, Jordans from the 90s and 80s and basketball from the 90s cause them niggas made shoes that were so dope that you could wear them outside the court yeah. with, with you know what I'm saying with a whole outfit with a casual look there's different designers now these shoes is strictly for performance if I don't got no basketball shorts on I'm not wearing LeBron's that is a that's fact. A fact. That's a fact. That is a hundred. I'm not rocking LeBron's with my fucking denim. That shit is not going on. LeBron, <laughs> that LeBron's with the boot cut. During that time, the Kobe, the Kobe five. I love the Kobe. What's what the no? Kobe but I'm saying, wait, 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 but I'm saying during that time, those shoes were kind of designed. To be worn also. Like the KD. Because some of the colorways, like. Honestly, the KD. Generic colorways, yeah, yeah, we get the black and whites, the red and whites, whatever. But there's certain. The Watch the Thrones. The South Beach. In my my opinion, that was just just because. This is just what I thought at that time. I thought Nike was doing those really crazy colorways of the basketball sneakers because I thought that they wanted people to look like that on the court. Like, they wanted niggas to look. To, so their shoes could stand out on the hardwood floor, like you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. That's and niggas used to rock like that's what that's the era where dudes stopped rocking shoes that match their uniform. It was yeah. it's over. Yeah. Like that's it. No niggas no longer was wearing shoes that match. Niggas didn't give a fuck about the uniform. That's kind of why I thought Nike was doing it. I just like the aesthetic of those shoes. Why they some of them may be dope. Like my favorite LeBrons be the threes and fours, sevens and eights. Those are only LeBrons you might see me rock. Like LeBron sevens, bro, is is a fire shoe, and I'm rocking that shoe. 
What's going on? Y'all passing weed around and shit? Niggas passing grinding. Niggas passing grinding. Niggas passing grinding. Niggas passing chain. Weed. Grabs. Food. It's a little bit of sadness. Guys, y'all can't see. There's a lot of shit going on. I got my tea. I'm drinking tea now. It's a little bit of sad news. My man Kev kind of lost his pack. Yeah. So if you heard a little ruffling in the background. No, but then you had your hand? I had the pack for maybe two hours and like 15 minutes, maybe. And no, 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 that shit here, bro. No, it, it didn't go legs in it. can't just. I, so, uh, which pocket was it? It, it, was, it was definitely the left pocket. <laughs> the Deffy, mystery of the week. Definitely left pocket or in, or, yeah, or in the bag. Gone. And, and so I emptied my bag over here. I did my thing. And I was like, all right, what's well, not in here? So let me check my left pocket. Could it be an Uber? Can't be. You know, you know, my thought process was if I put it in my pocket, maybe when I was pulling out my phone, maybe it came out with the phone and I just ain't peep or whatever. Um, but we could look into that. We could bring that nigga back. Where like, yeah, he didn't pick no one up. Like, yeah, say I left. I left a pack yeah. in the backseat. Yeah, yeah. I'll pick it up. Oh man. Um. But like, so let me ask you something. Yes, so man. you know, you've been out here for a little well, while. Actually, mm-hmm. you kind of know what New York sneaker culture is like. Right. What was it like out in Miami? Not not as intense. Not as intense. Um, so basically, intense? not as intense. So basically, we do. You know, it's it's just. In Miami, it's more of the general hood culture, like mm. general hip hop culture. Like niggas love Jordans, niggas love Air Force Ones. Everywhere you go, Atlanta, yeah. Miami, anywhere, anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was, it was only, yeah, where it was only, like in Miami, it was like if you, if you liked it as a person, mm. you had to have a natural like for yourself, and yeah. then you yourself would do your own research and get into it. Mm. Um, we just loved like casual Nike sneakers. Um, Air Maxes were worn a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like when they came out, though. And getting towards the like the mid two thousands when I was in high school, it was strictly about Jordan releases, man. It was aggressive with Jordan releases in Miami. Like the, as far as like the communities in Miami that knew about them, that's kind of like what it was about. It wasn't as intense as up here as far as with collabs and shit like that. You just when it came to that, it was like you as an individual, like you had okay. to be on that shit yourself. And okay. there was a community cause we had in my skate shop. We had, um, we still have Shoe Gallery. Yeah. We had a shop called Arrive, which is mm. fucking amazing. They used to sell Original Fake. If people don't know out there, Original Fake was Cause's first or an only clothing brand. He mm. started what was like 2008 through 2011, I believe. Mm. and Or 2006 through 2011, one of the two. But yeah, man, I used to hit up Arrive. They used to sell that shit. They used to sell the hundreds when that shit was hot. Like, mm. There was a couple shops out there in Miami that you had to... Yeah, yeah. And this is like 07. It's like 07 when hundreds was still even... Like, you had to really be on that shit for real. So, yeah, this was... Exactly, exactly. And there were shops in Miami that had that, but you just had to be a part of those smaller Miami communities. And those same communities would be at, like, when you go see Tribe Called Quest come perform, or, like, Bread and Meth, or, like, Raekwon. You would go, yeah, you would go for for real, for real, because there's a lot of good Queens rappers. Actually, fuck Queens. You was just talking crazy about Jersey. But when you go out there, when you go to those shows, when you go to those shows in Miami, that's the kind of the community from all over. They would kind of join up, and that's where they would be. So that sneaker culture, kind of like as far as the more exclusive shit and like the whole SB way, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was mainly about Jordans and in high school Jordans and SBs because yeah. you have that SB crowd that would leave school on a Tuesday afternoon because like they just dropped the Dinosaur Junior SB. They yeah, got to go to my sketch shop yeah. right now, and niggas just like, damn, I gotta leave, damn, I gotta leave class. So. It, there was a buzz from it. Mm-hmm. It was just, you had to just be in that smaller community. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nowhere, the community wasn't nowhere near as big as it was. See, in New York, you have the luxury of 
distinct culture being right in front of your face, so you can you can engage Choices. in it. You can engage yeah. in it if you want. Like it's right there for you, it and it, it's it's all over. You got all these shops. You got all these kids rocking it. That no shit that could put you on. Down in Miami, you just had you had to know. You knew if, if you had a knack for it, mm-hmm. if you just had that niche, you knew that there was something out there. And that goes for all around culture, not just sneakers, but sneakers as well. Like you so, know something out there. Hold on. So just just to touch on that real quick, what was the difficulty out there? So I know that even though it's not too many of y'all out yeah. there that know that knowledge, yeah. but yet there's not too many places that have that. Yes. So when I go to Florida... Finding a fucking Foot Locker is hard. Yeah, there's wow. not nowhere near as many places. That's wow. the whole thing. So you just, uh, we just learned how to get get nice with online. This is before the bot era. Oh okay. yeah, of course. So we just had to be nice. We, yeah, we had yeah. list and list and list and list of websites of websites on top of websites. So we used to hit up. I don't know if y'all remember. Um, pick your pick your no, it was pick your shoes. Awesome. It was a bunch of websites. So it was a like movie. Nike Talk. Uh, Nike uh, Talk was a forum. Yeah. Nike OG. Talk was a forum that would put you on yeah. places that would have shit. But there was websites that would sell kicks that would have shit, and they would have old shit too that you could cop. There was a Jordan release website too. I think it was like oh, there was a twenty three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that was the way you go auto releases. Twenty three is back. Yeah, twenty three is back. Twenty three is back. Yeah, you be in school. Yo, teach can I use a computer. Mm-hmm. You go on and niggas, is, and niggas is looking <laughs> what Jordans they they, they want to get. Everybody know that they might not get it because their mom might not give them the money and they might not come up with it. But dude, I'm getting that shit. Oh no, nah, this shit's hard, nigga. This shit's hard. So definitely, definitely remember that whole era, bro. Definitely remember all that shit. But there was legit websites. There was one called um nap size. So nap size, they had a bunch of vintage shit. Like I bought my OG twelves from '96, my flu game twelves. Well, not the flu game, no retro, but the actual original bread twelve for two hundred dollars on that the website. Face on the front? Hold on. No, nineteen ninety six, bro. Okay. No face. Or yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The sick face. Well, ninety seven because it was a playoff, so it came out later in the year. But yeah, man, it was a website called Napsize, and it was fire. You could um go on there, and it was a sister website of the store Riff LA. Mm-hmm. So you would have to go on RiffLA.com. Then you oh, have to go to the bottom of Riff LA okay. and click the Napsize widget. You couldn't go on Napsize.com. You couldn't type that keyword. Oh, so you, you have to go link. through. It was a link that small on the bottom, and Napsize was the Japanese, mm. the Japanese niggas. And they had the fire. They had the fire. They had the fire. <laughs> and I got my. And I got years later. I'm talking about like maybe seven years later. I went back on Napsize and I bought a pair of grape, a grape fives Ooh. from like '06. I still got in my room right now. They're a little cracked up. I gotta get them fixed. But yeah, man, it's just. You just have a love for it. It's just like culture. Like, you know, watching old sitcom shows, watching old music videos. You see all these sneakers. You see all this shit. You want that. That's what right. you want since a little kid. You don't know the name. You just yeah. want that. You want some fly sneakers that oh, look yeah. fire. Yeah. When you, you want get, the eye grabber. Exactly. When you get older, you start getting knowledge. Mm-hmm. But back then, like, I have photographic images of me watching, like, Fresh Prince walk, in, walk up with the fives. What are them shits inspired? What are those? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just small shit you would just see. And like family members, like like I remember my uncle Mo, he had some Air Force ones he used to ball in, and then he came back from prison in '99. Nigga was rocking the 14s in the crib, white white and red 14s. Now he now he's having nigga, you like these one these, get this for you this weekend. <laughs> nigga ain't give me shit. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is that you around all this shit growing up, and you kind of get more knowledge as you as you grow up, so you get more into it, and it's kind of like. It's kind of like pleasing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that's that's it, you you like you find something you enjoy getting into. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like there, there's like certain shit that like you can kind of just tell like it like it was fate kind of guiding you into your passion. Yeah, and like and like it'd be moments like that, like 
having that family member be like, yo, like, you see these? Like, yo, like, when you get big enough, like, they'll be yours or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then you end up being like, all right, well, like, what is this? And then you you do a little bit of research, and then you find that it's attached to a completely another thing. It's not just a sneaker. This is like a Mm -hmm. basketball. It's a puzzle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. There's something that fits somewhere in the basketball world. And now suddenly I go from looking at pictures of sneakers to pictures of Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, and now, all right, cool. Who's, who, who's getting splashed on by Michael Jordan? Pause. Cause I know Dante's on, <laughs> you know, on pause. He's on, he's on, he's on, on pause for all night. <laughs> pause. He, that, that's even more crazy. Uh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> he's just doing his job, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. But, but yeah, like, 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 and it, it, it's cool how, how, how again, you know, it kind of leads into just a passion, leads into just interest, which leads into just hobbies, which then leads into just lifestyle shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Word. Oh, yeah. So, so we're all speaking on all, like, every, like, how this nigga game, like, how we got started and put on to, I know you spoke on Fresh Prince, that's also how I kind of got into, especially seeing all the way he would wear his sneakers, that's kind of mm-hmm. how I wear my joints now. Where do you see it headed from now? Oh boy. Yeah, this is a touchy situation. Mm, it's touchy, but I'm gonna just be straight up. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What I think is going is to shit. Yeah, Jeez, of course. Bro. Okay, so well, let me let me elaborate though. That's a very broad topic. Cause to shit could mean a lot of things. Yeah. My version of that, my mm. what I mean by that is we all work in a store. Right? I don't wanna get no, I don't wanna kinda say what store. But we're all working in <laughs> a store, that's so serious. Yeah, they know. Oh, they know. Yeah, Fuck they know. it. Oh, yeah, shit. They don't know exact locations. They don't know which locations. I mean, they, they kind of know, know, but they, they don't they know. They know the company. They know the company. They know the company. Yeah. They know the company. Yeah. But you got to say it, though. Anyway, we work in a we work in a place, right? In this place, there's people, right? There's demographics. And not to stereotype anyone, but you know who you know. You know somebody when you see them. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's demographics that... It's like, okay, you you're asking me. You're showing me a picture of... Yeah. This Travis Scott one, mm-hmm. right? Low. You're in my face, right? And you're asking me, where's this shoe? <laughs> right? Do I have, can I get you like you know, a size nine, right? Quick, right? In the back, whatever. Do I have a shoe? Now, that's the fucking problem. There's not an understanding. It's getting to the wrong people. And then there's people, it's getting to everyone. Everyone just wants sneakers now mm-hmm. because it's like the new thing. thing it's just yeah. like, it's and not, it's, it's, yeah, it's no mm-hmm. longer that small or not small, just that like, Sub community of people mm-hmm. that we love sneakers and nobody understood us. I remember when nobody understood us. Yeah. I love that era. I'm, I miss it. Yeah, hell yeah, I miss it. Oh, I don't get it. Why you have all these sneakers? I love that you don't get it. My mom's still you're not supposed to yeah. fucking like, get it. I get it. If you don't get it, you don't understand. And that yeah. means you're not supposed to understand. Exactly. Now it's just everybody's on it. Everybody's trying to get this. Like when I, all right, so maybe it was maybe I want to say six months after the Travis Scott ones came out, the first ones. Mm-hmm. This uh, Caucasian lady, suburban lady, she was from out of state. Of she was with mm-hmm. she was with her friend, <laughs> right? They walked up to the store. They walked up to the fifth floor, and they were like, "Oh, listen, we want this shoe, and it's a Travis Scott. How can I get this shoe?" And I'm like, "Listen, I, I explained the whole situation to them. Obviously, they didn't know nothing. They didn't know nothing about the culture and nothing, which is fine. People want a shoe, they see it. I explained to them. After that, she I, she got the nerve to get mad, not at me, but at the situation. Oh, but." Really, like, I just when does the nice? I just want to wear this with some jeans. Like, why is it so hard? To, and like, yo, lady, this this is the break off. This is where I this mean, it's going to shit. It. Yeah, this, this right here. This is the the, the, the wrong people want. And then and then now you have people that are getting into it. And I'm trying to really articulate this properly, but 
You have people saying that this is the best sneaker or this is the greatest sneaker of all time, but they don't know shit about the history of sneakers. They can't point out a fucking up to nothing. They don't shit. They don't know what a flight looks like. What an air bacon is. They don't know none of that shit. They don't. The Moabs niggas know what no Moabs is now because they just started rolling out a whole bunch of fucking colors. Niggas don't know about none of that shit unless it's hyped and it's talked about. So. If now you have the whole industry controlling us when we controlled the industry at first, we was telling them, nah, nigga, we not buying that whack-ass shit. Oh, y'all dropping these everywhere? Y'all don't know what's up? All right, we buying this, we rocking these, and we going to get fly with them, we're going to rock them in our our music videos, and y'all don't know shit. Y'all niggas charging cheap-ass prices for them. Yeah. That's the era that is down yeah. down talking about it. Mm-hmm. Now it's way different. Now you got the the industry, the sneaker the sneaker company, they telling us what's hot. They making the limited quantities. They're doing all these collabs cuz they know what they see on Instagram. They have something to look at now. Bro, TikTok with the with the TikTok girls Blazers, Air Forces, Nick, Nick. I don't want to wear my fucking Blazers Nick no more. Nick hate them. <laughs> my '77 Blazers. I love that shoe. You retired them. I retired them. I retired them. I have sorry. I'm sorry. Six months. I'm sorry. It's Dude, the, they no. do. They get advanced treatment now. Now it's like rocking pair, a pair of fucking old school low vans. Yeah. yeah. Stop listening to TikTok videos about sneakers. Stop it. Unless it's Squint TV, then it's okay. Unless it's yeah, Squint TV. Squint. Shout out to Squins. Shout out to YouTube. Instagram, TikTok. There's some white kid that always comes up on my Instagram reels, and he has a TikTok page, and he's like, he always tells people what people should buy, like, and yeah. what you, what, and some what of the choices you should get he, for your girl. Like, what, some of the choices he has are fucking terrible, and I'm just like, bro, like, can you at least stand on, like, what makes it, like, a good shoe? Because there's, some, elaborate there's the some shoes caption? that people would... Look at it and be like, this is a terrible shoe to look at. But there's backstory behind yeah, it. Yeah. Like the Sports Illustrated Jordan 1, mm. that was a bad shoe to look at. But at least there was a story behind it. Somebody would buy it because it is story. Not, ev- exactly. yeah. Not everybody has to get a bread 1. The bread mm-hmm. 1, we all get it. Like, that's what? the away shoe. That's his first shoe, the model. We all get it. Everybody knows... Everybody knows white cement threes, foul yeah. line, ju- foul line dunk. Yeah. Like we all know that, but there's other shoes that you don't know that if you just yeah. connect and learn the culture. The issue is not the issue is everybody just buying shit. I don't mind people wanting to get the sneaker. Like I, I, if a lady sees the Travis Scott one on her phone and she decides to get it, she wants to wear it. Cool, I feel like she should yeah. get that. But she has to understand why that shoe is now $3,000. She has yeah. to understand why that shoe is only sold on Stockton. Why it's never sold in store. Why is it so hard to get? You have to understand that. Don't exactly. make the person in flight club, in wherever store that it is, in fucking laced up, have to explain that to you in 45 minutes. Right. Like, there's no understanding. Like, if your son sent you to the store for a shoe he that he specifically told you that, he probably told you he couldn't get it online because you coming from another country, another state to come get this shoe. Mm-hmm. So there, he ran every outlet. So you should ask him, like, why do I have to go to another state to get this shoe? And then right then and there, if he can't tell you why, don't don't try. Yeah. There's really no reason to try. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's really because you're of... gonna muffle. You're gonna spend just because if you're a person that's well off, you're gonna spend that four thousand dollars on a size yes. seven and a half Travis Scott one to give to your son. He's gonna destroy it, and you're not gonna understand why. Oh, and then you're going to be tight that your son just destroyed a $4,000 shoe. But you went and bought him the $4,000 exactly. shoe. Just because so you thought it was a regular sneaker that all the kids had. But no. no, that is not a shoe all the kids have. No. So so to play devil's advocate, because, mm. I, because I definitely agree with you. But, you know, I just like being... You gotta spice it up a little bit. Always oh, that nigga. But, <laughs> but 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 like at, at at what stage do people like us in the positions that we're in become the bridge to people that 
aren't aware of the culture. We and are the bridge. We try to be the bridge. bridge. Yeah. This is the understanding. And this is another thing. Social media. Try, I'm not, I blame Travis Scott, but at the same time, Travis Scott is a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a genuine sneakerhead. So, yeah, when, he bought, when he gets his bread and he wants to buy Freddy Krueger, he wants to buy Newcastles, I can't blame him because that's some shit we all want to do. It's not his yeah. fault. It's just it's not his fault. Just, like, not I want to get bread and buy Air Mags. And if I get to the point where everybody, like, Air Mag then doubles to, like, $8 million, that's <laughs> my fault. But that's the shit I've been wanting. The issue is they got to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social media just... You see your favorite celebrity wearing a shoe, you automatically want it just because you want to be that person. No, no mind of their own. No, yeah. exactly. Clones. There's no, there's, you're a clone. Clones. Like, understand why that person is wearing it. PJ Tucker wears these shoes because there's story. He loves it. He knows the way they look. Like, he, yeah. He's a fan of sneakers. Yeah. Nobody's a PJ Tucker fan. Nobody. <laughs> We're just a fan of his collection. Niggas That's will wear bad. any shoe LeBron James wear, and LeBron doesn't have the greatest. Collection. Collection, North style. Um, uh, I'm not gonna lie, he got a collection. I feel like his collection. He got a collection. When he comes in, he don't flex his collection. For the games, it's tight fire, but like his sneaker collection has kind of. But even if Travis Scott, um, not LeBron James, a bad um, example. Can I say something? Yeah. Kendall, Kylie Jenner. She's got girls telling their boyfriends, "I want this shoe." Yeah, dunks. Yeah, nine hundred dollars. He simp boyfriend. Shout out to simps. I guess. Y'all live y'all life. He ups and buys it, and then she destroys it. There's no, and then you you see her walking in the city, and she's just like, "How the fuck she got on baby bears? Like, and why do they look like that? What, like, what the hell? Like, even a simple sneaker that 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 most of us probably don't have, but that we should have, the fucking pandas." Yeah. <laughs> Everyone and their mother toasted them. I don't want that shoe. I don't. Now I don't want it. It's not because I mean. Dunks are dunks. I've always loved dunks. I'm not gonna not like them because everybody does. I'm not gonna be that guy. I still love the shoe. Stop pushing the agenda. I, yeah, stop pushing the agenda. They're overdoing it. It's a yeah, bad treatment. They really they, is they're really overdoing yeah. it. It's really bad. By the same time, now they're accessible at some at some extent. The panda though, it's just like yo, it's getting on the level of the blazer. Yeah. It's going there. It's really. Yeah. It's not there yet, but it's going there. It's I, know, I just got that. my pair of pandas, so I'm about Would to beat know? them up. Yeah, I, yo, I literally want a pair to smoke. Me, mommy, mommy, just going yeah. me crazy. Me, me. But you know yeah. the sad part about it, what the pandas is? That's why we're It's choosing. so accessible because they keep releasing it, but it's not mm-hmm. accessible. Because yeah. you can't get it. Because yeah, yeah. the demand is so high. Yeah. But if they do like two more jobs, if then like, it's a wrap. If they're going to continue yeah, to release dunks on a continuous basis of just restock, restock yeah. at every store, put them online. Put, yeah. Might as well. They're gonna, the boss are going to cook them. It but doesn't matter. It did the box. That's, that's, that's how they. That's how they did. They will buy them, and then if they don't yeah. flip them, they will turn them. They, they don't get care. They get cooked on the sneakers app. Word. They get cooked on Foot Locker apps. They get cooked on Champs. They, they get cooked, cooked on Nike app. This when is the sneaker culture shit. now. This is what we're saying. This is the bridge. We never had shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We put the. We actually put the time in. I'll, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only nigga. I've went out and camped out for sneakers. I did too. Twice. That was the commitment that I shown to the game. I went out and camped out. Nigga, I slept. On the ground in line for the 6 and 17 oh. package. Whoa. The Carmine 6 and 17. Fights breaking out. Niggas got knives. I've right. been in situations like that. Just to get a pair of sneakers to other niggas, that's like insane. But that was the commitment that I showed to get this shit. That Bro, I remember now, when, remember now, was, uh, now some little nigga with his mom's credit card could go buy a bot for 500 and then go buy $400 worth of shoes. Uh, and now suddenly he's like a successful so business owner. Exactly. Yeah. It makes me want to buy one. 
but it's like I'm cheating the sneaker game if I do buy one. I feel like I, I, it's it's now no, it's not even cheating the sneaker game. And now it's at a point where you have to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is competition. Man. It is. It, it, it sucks for that. Yeah. But we are not, none of us are in a position to be like to walk into a store mm-hmm. and be like, "Yo, you got my pay in the back." Yeah, we're you, not. You're, you're either you're, you're either in, in competition to get the sneaker on you know on sneakers app or X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. Or you're gonna skip it, or you're gonna take the L, and then you know it's aftermarket. And or you enter a shit ton of fucking raffles. And then, yeah. And and don't nobody give a fuck about you. All, all, all these places will backdoor pairs. All these online shits will get botted up. Yeah. And there you are on StockX saying, hmm. Th- that like seriously, back. Th- this ain't too bad. You know? <laughs> and what it, you said brings goes back to what we were talking about even with photography. It's politics. Yeah. yeah. It's sure. politics. It's the niggas that the niggas that know people or the people. And that I've know had people. connections. I've had connections. Most of my ones I've came through connections. Like my entire Jordan One collection actually is from a connection. Like mm. literally, I did not stand a chance, but made a, made a few friends out of Full Locker that I used to work by. Hooked me up, my man's. He used to work at another store. He hooked me up with a, with the pair of the Royals, mm-hmm. and I'm like, but knowing that, I knew even then I knew it was like, yo, like I can't like when that was gonna sneaker ass first came out, it wasn't even that hard to get shit. But it's just like <laughs> if I can't, I don't have, <laughs> I, I can't compete. Right? <laughs> like I always thought to myself, I can't compete. Like I don't have enough money to hit the aftermarket. I can't go to Fight Club. Yeah, because yeah. I was the only aftermarket at that time. That was, that was, that was, so yeah. I can't. I had to find a way to compete and. I had to go go stand in the fucking foot locker for 20 minutes and go talk to niggas. Like, lucky enough, I knew somebody that knew somebody. Mm-hmm. In that way, niggas got together. I always go to my mm-hmm. man's store with him. Like, we chill there all day, talking bullshit. Nigga was like, yo, if you need a size 7, I got you. They come on Saturday. They yeah. is. I, I was oh, very fortunate, uh, like, in my transition into the sneaker game. Yeah, y'all have met G. Um, yeah. But, uh... But yeah, he was working at a Foot Locker, and he got me in, and I was able to work my way to a uh, uh, to a stockroom position, and and it was like, all right, cool. The the guy that was my trainer, he was just like super OG. He was like super just tapped into, you know, the the, the culture and shit, and he kind of like kind of was putting me onto game, like 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 as we were going through like the months of training and just going through the job itself, and I got very fortunate in that sense because. That could have easily been just like another part-time job where you just get not knowing the damn thing. Yeah, what opportunity you have right yeah. now? Yeah, So like I skipped like all the bullshit. And I think like the first like sneaker I picked up was like was like a Iverson Reebok. I, I think it was the Question, question Mids. Yeah, mm. that's true. Mm, nice. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that was my ball sneaker, and you know I I enjoyed it. Eventually, put it you know down to down to rest. Yeah, that's, yeah down that's to rest. Tough. That's tough. But what was like the first shoe for all y'all like that really got y'all into like to the sneaker game? I said mine is playoff twelve. Playoff twelve. That was the first shoe I got. Like, well, okay, let me say this. I had did well enough in a point in my life to where my mom was able to give me two hundred dollars, and that was like my first earned money, like doing shit. So that was when I that was what I went and got it. And what really taught me, what put me onto the sneaker game, which was. I had to go and buy it on aftermarket. That was the first Jordan I bought with my own money. I had to buy it on aftermarket. I didn't know why I couldn't go to Full Locker and go get it. Mm-hmm. So I had to teach myself. Like I had to be like, why the 
fuck did I just pay two fifty for this shit? And this shit costs one eighty in my like one fifty in my size. I bought a kid size seven. Like, why is it so expensive? So I had to, like, again, I had to do the commitment to learn about what the fuck I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And then I made sure I would never have to do, do that, that shit again. again. <laughs> and I've only paid resale about two three times in my life. And yet I have eighty mm-hmm. pairs of sneakers. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Do the homework and get the work, nigga. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it takes. Man. What about you? Um, I kind of got into the sneaker game a little late. Uh, Fuck that. I think I got into it like around my junior year of high school, as I was moving from Florida to New York. Um, but a lot of my friends, like in high school in Florida, they was like really into like the sneaker game. Like, but hey, that's not late. That's just you moving from New York. To, um, mm-hmm. to, from Florida to New well, York. I mean, ain't no fucking style in Florida. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I think you cracked it. A little bit, right? He's from Florida. He's from Florida. We do got some style, but it's not like... It's, scale. It's, not a, it's not a fashion capital. It's not like a... You know, all right, I, it's a lot of people. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of people. All that, say sorry. Nigga John like nah, say sorry, nigga. You want to compare? You want to compare to New York, nigga? That's like the Chicago. But that's any. That's any. You can't compare anywhere to like Nah, you can't. LA. Shout shout out to LA. LA LA. street. Shout out to LA. That shit though. But I went out there. LA cannot hang. The fit. The fits I saw was wild. Yeah, I've never. So, like, yeah. it's niggas that get fly out there. It's fly areas. Like, people is going to fly, fly chicks or whatever, all that shit. Uh, like, I mean, New what York is capital Well, New York is different, like, with, with like, you you guys don't understand because if you're not from somewhere else, it's going to be hard for you to really get it. Like, yeah. if you're from somewhere else and you come and you go to a fucking Soho, like, on a Saturday in the spring, my nigga, everybody's in the yeah. fashion show, bro. Yeah, sure. No other city's really like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't go bummy to Soho. It's not, it's yeah. nobody yeah. does. Yeah. Nobody does. Even if you, That's even if, crazy. even if you bummy... What's your bummy? You got some Balenciaga slides, yeah, nigga. Yeah, bro. You got that's some dumb shit on. You got some some fucking designer, yeah, whatever the fuck true. shit. Cause that's you fucking wild. And it's, it's that's sad. Like a it's thing. sad and true. Cause the sad part is is the sad part about it is niggas care that much about. It's like a fix. It's like it's like a reflex. Like if you know you're going to Soho. You like you like niggas put on their best fits. But you know why? I and get that's it? like a reflex for me. I never thought of that. Yes, yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. But you know why I get it. Cause you wanna you, you wanna be ready for anything. You wanna you don't it's it's a that's feeling. A fact. That's a yeah, it's a that's feeling. It's yeah. a fact. I think it's a fact. I heard somebody so told me exactly. and y'all correct me if I'm wrong later later on. Yeah. I think it's like eighty percent of feeling good is looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like eighty percent of feeling good is looking good. I so niggas just want it, like when you go into areas like that, that's usually nobody people that's going to Soho don't live there. Most of the people, 80% of people doing shit in Soho and yeah. mingling, they don't live there. So when you but, go there, mm-hmm. you, you, you're getting ready for that to, to feel some type of way because mm-hmm. you're going to be around a certain environment where you need to be feeling like that. You, you're, you're going to, to make moves. You're going to be a part of this. You're going to be a part of that. You're going to this function or whatever. You're trying to like really just have fun and express yourself in an area where you know everybody's expressing who they are. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to do that the correct way. And I feel that 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing with, you know, the difference between South Florida or anywhere else or LA or Chicago and New York. It's New York is yeah. just it's you can't really compare New York to other places except places yeah. that are outside the country. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna say London. Like Paris and, and London and yeah. shit. Japan. Not, yeah, Japan. 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 Japan.
For streetwear, yeah. No, of Japan course. and London. Yeah. They really I say Japan over London. I'll definitely. London's yeah, been bringing it lately. I say Paris has been bringing it as well. Japan's been Japan is Japan is doing it. No, but Japan's been doing it since the eighties. Is that there was no internet. There was no internet. Get the little booklet. Gotta get your little booklets. Niggas there's there's there was no internet in eighty eight. Nigga went undercover was doing them crazy ass fashion shows. Like niggas over there knew about it and yeah. some niggas over here knew about it and that was it. So yeah. as the collab game got bigger, all these names got more popular. That's why, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why Fragment Jordans is selling out now. Yeah. Niggas wasn't niggas know what the fuck Fragment was in 2010, mm-hmm. 2009. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Niggas didn't know that. I knew, but I knew from afar. Hey. I knew because I, I would look at magazines with Nigo and look at these other niggas. Who's this nigga? Who's that nigga? All right? Cool. But the average person, even the average sneakerhead, they didn't yeah. know what that was until it was more pushed to the forefront, which is fine. It's a part of the culture. It's how it works. Like, that's how shit gets out. Shit, you, you got you to get it out to some people. Like, sometimes the knowledge got to come to you. Like, yeah. it's so much shit out there that you got you to gotta find out about. And it's all about now, it's too many, too many people finding out. Mm-hmm. It's too many people finding out. It's like, it's now overload. It's, it's, ways it's now become, right, the yeah. sneaker industry and now become mainstream. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to everybody's shoe that started it for them. Oh, so for me, it's kind of weird because I've always loved sneakers. Like ever since I was a small child, uh, I had a pair of gri- I had a pair of Griffey twos, the black and teal ones, in second grade when it came out. And that's when I really knew that I kind of like I was really picky about the sneakers I wore. Um, not grow kind of like kind of poor, you know, kind of broke, not poor, but kind of like low on funds, you know what I'm saying? My mom wasn't really buying me a bunch of shit all the time. I didn't really have a lot of clothes. I just had to work with what I had. So I wasn't really getting that much sneakers, but the sneakers I got was always strategically picked out. You know what I'm saying? I remember, uh, I had, had a couple Jordans, had like the 15s in, in, in like middle school, whatever, or going into middle school. But I remember it's when the 20s came out. Mm. I had the black stuff twenties, mm. right? That, and, that's a great pair. Yeah, and that was that was around the time where, like, it was a lot of dope retros coming out that I couldn't really get. So it was just like, okay, I got these right now, and I know about these Jordans. Like me learning about sneakers in like '05 was like second nature. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So really, the shoe to do it that I had bought and say, all right, after this shoe, like I'm gonna just start trying to cop kicks. It was a Rasheed Wallace Air Force Ones. Pat leather. Pat leather blue with the white and the red back. I was nah, like, okay, I got crazy. this. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I copped that shoe off my homie Yawandi. Shout out to Yawandi. Um he was he was really into sneakers back then, like one of the one of the few. And uh, he sold me his pair. It was he he I he only wore like maybe like five times. It was wild crispy. Mm. Sold it to me for like eighty bucks. Mm. And my nigga I, I, I put that shoe on bro and it was it was different. It was like okay, I'm I'm gonna really start copping shit. Then that's when I got you know what I'm saying I copped some fours, and it was just it had to be that shoe though. That shoe was like when I got that shoe, it was really like a, like a change like a changer for me. It was really like brought me into the sneaker culture, like the whole subculture as a whole. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then just me learning, learning about hip hop so much. At the same time, seeing pictures of Raekwon rocking mm-hmm. the Supreme box logo. Yeah. Boom, put me on the Supreme. Like, I got put on the Supreme myself by seeing one of my favorite artists wear a shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing research in that room. And then I started seeing the connection between all this shit. And then this is around the time where I got a job. <laughs> and I had my little college um, college grant. And the nigga went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was put, nigga was, nigga, nigga was like 2008, like 18 years old, putting up an all Supreme with some fucking Jordan 5s on. Like, what the fuck is up? Like, 
See, you know the style talks. So we, I got, I got. This is a good question. I gotta say that, nigga. I didn't mean to skip you before. So, what was your answer? Um, let's kind of let's get through. Let's get through this. Shit. Uh, let me see. It's probably it was definitely a Jordan. That's what kind of what brought me into the sneaker game. Um, actually, like the first pair that I bought with my own money was uh, Obsidian Twelves Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was a little beat up, but. That's what, like, that's the first shoe that I bought with my own money. So I'm like, all right, now, now I'm in it. It's yeah, a good shoe. It's a good yeah. shoe. Now I'm in it. But so for me, um, the first shoe was the Master 12s. Mm. But that that was, like, the first shoe I actually stood on line for and actually copped. But I was, like, so a kid. That shoe. Yeah. But I was, I was a kid back then. But then, like, as a man, though, like, the first shoe that really, really got me into it was the Red Toe Ones. And then following after that, I hit on the uh, cement threes. So two back to back raffles, like right there, that got me into it. That's lit. How about you, Jack? Um, Chase. It'll have to be the Neon ninety five, Air Max ninety five. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for one of those. I was waiting um, for a classic shoe to come out. Those are it. Um, yeah, yeah, those are it for real. Like those that was good. that shoe. Ninety five was a great year. Yeah. That was a great <clears throat> shoe. I wouldn't wear those for a long period of time now. Never. But. Never. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Really? She's hurting me. <laughs> Air Max are an hour long wear. Yeah, hour Any and Air Max. off. But, yeah, those is I don't know. Hard. I kind of still bang it though. Yeah, work a shift. Work a shift. I've worked a shift in my 90 seconds before. How'd your feet feel? My, my, my uh, feet. At the end of the day, bro, my clothes, I'm ready to, I'm ready to well, throw yeah, them bitches off. Yeah, but you can say that for most shoes. I right. um, for me, it will probably be um, the Roy- the Royal Toe Twelves. Like I got, I had those when I was eleven, twelve years old, and they got stolen. Bro. Yeah. That's rough. That was the one. That was the one that started me. I I I didn't really get into it until I started working here, yeah, but. Like then I was like, that was the first pair I bought, and then I bought the black um tents. Mm. Oh, Kev, you said juice. Um no. I, I had a couple like different introductions to the sneaker game, like through skateboarding and like through music culture. Uh, but like the what was the one that made you want to buy sneakers like a crackhead? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All of them. My two is You got Bretto One. You got Blacksmith Threes. This might be a weird one, but it was the uh, the LeBron 10 tennis ball. The, the Volt Green. Yeah, Volt Green. That was actually pretty fun. That shit went I, hard. I, I contemplated getting that shit that, for a while. That, yeah. <laughs> that shit sat on so many shelves, and it so even went long, on sale yeah. at my Foot Locker. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, because I copped it. I think the 12 was, like, one of the best. Uh, oh, no, 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 wait. Uh, it's I said LeBron 10, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 10, okay, yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. 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 The, the blue diamond, I think. If you would have said blue diamond, you would have had me. Yeah, but everyone likes those. Yeah. Like, 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 but, like, the bolt joints, like, yeah. like, for me, it was like, all right, this is my, I guess, my first sneakerhead sneaker that I'm buying with my, with my first, like, check, and... I, I put it on and, and bro, honestly, like not to be corny, but like yo, I dead felt like LeBron. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with this. Like, pass me the ball. <laughs> yo, I, I, I felt, clear the pass. Pass me the ball. 
I, I, I felt taller. I felt like I had more confidence to it. And then like, and then like once I went to work, like everyone was like, "Yo, like damn, those, those shits do look good." And, and they just like kind of validated it. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, all right, best." So like, this, I, this is what I gotta do. Come buy sneakers. Yeah, word, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Word. So I made the right choice, you know. And then and then slowly, you know, it it, it graduated into you know like the question mids mm-hmm. had the bacon's for a little bit, mm-hmm. and and then yeah, like one. Like, once I, like, understood the whole, like, retro thing and, like, what was cool and what was, like, cool to my style, mm-hmm. then it was the the Black Cement 3. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Need that, yeah. So, Lex, let me ask you. Yes, sir. We've been talking about hype versus when I have to turn to buy for your personal style. When, when do you dictate what shoe that you're going to buy is actually stylish? Or hype, like, do you not buy a shoe because of hype? I know we all said yes, mm-hmm. but like, when do you get that in your head where it's just like, fuck, nah, I can't. Like, it's just like this shit is ridiculous. This shit is just too hype. Like, like yeah, like, like you want to try, like you want, like we've all had that shoe that we want to try and go for, but you're like, my nigga, like honestly, I got enough. Like that was me in with a the, sense with the a... frag. That for me, like give you an example, that was me with the tra- Travis fragment lows. Like I like I looked at it, it was cool and all, but it was just like, you know, it's already sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, Dante, sadly, I feel like that a lot. I feel like that a lot these days, my man. And it's just my because it's, it's just Brother because man. at this point, what I realized, like I'm 32 years old, bro. Like I've realized I have shit, and I don't need the most exclusive sneaker to be the fly sneaker in the room. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need mm. that. Like, you, you could rock your Off-Whites and you could rock your Travis's and I'm going to come shit on you anyway. I could come shit on you with, Thank my, you. with my fucking, Thank you. With my fucking Thank 79 Tellings, my nigga. Wear your Gucci's. Nigga, I dress better Peace than I'll you. come out with some <laughs> chanclas and socks, my nigga. You know, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll bring the Adidas with the little springs on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, sad because it's, like, like, it's really sad because like, you see certain niggas that and you see that I'm, I ain't gonna say nothing like niggas wanna buy expensive clothes to make them feel better. Cool. Cool. But it's now, like you in the club like and you see a nigga and he's like he got on like $8,000 worth of clothes but he ain't put nothing together well. He just got <laughs> he it just all got on. on. Yeah, like like, like Jewel's in the fucking um, verses. On the verses. He just shit. got on shit. Like, he literally he was like shit. I'm nigga putting on weird. half my closet. Word. You feel yeah. me? I'm gonna just and throw, I'm gonna just peel it off. And, then, and, then, and, then, and then if you don't get it nigga you not fly. Like that's how niggas say oh like, you, you don't get it. You if you like, don't like how I look. It's like my nigga like I got on a simple fit but I can say and there's other people that will say I look better than you and I my fit costs about four hundred dollars. Yeah. See a lot of those at work. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's just it, like it, it's kind of like the. Uh, you think uh, it's like a clout thing? It is a clout. It's more. It's a clout, and especially for men, is about women. We're in a day and age where women are cheap. Trying to show that they got man, but, man, but women high a lot of really, women are chasing the money, so they see the fit, really, they see the Balenciaga, they see the Kasubis, they see the DRT shirt. Don't get me wrong. A lot of compared to the nice nigga that got on nice jeans, that got on the good Levi's. He got on the bread ones. He got on the turtleneck. He looked good. Like, he got a nice, calm fit on. But the like... nigga with an $8,000 fit, he gonna... I'm not speaking mm. for all the women, I, but we know those women. I yeah. think there's a lot of women that really don't care. Yeah, I feel like I see a lot of really attractive women with some pretty plain niggas. You know what? Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> with a bunch of mayonnaise ass niggas. To speak to her point, yeah. to speak to that mayo, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 
That's true though. To speak to her point, <laughs> I seen a meme. Thing. Yeah. I seen a meme where I forgot exactly what I shouldn't have bought it. I forgot exactly what the meme said, but it was implying that there's a nigga that will get drippy as fuck, right? And the the. He'll go to a function and a, a girl won't know what the fuck he has on or care. And the, and the nigga with the Uggs will bag her. Word. And bounce. I'm not, I'm not speaking The nigga had Uggs on. The nigga had Uggs on. Uggs. With some Hollister jeans. Chilling. With the matching Hollister Aero shirt. Aero Postel tee. Aero Postel tee. <laughs> with the fuck. And he bounced. I'm not talking about those niggas. I'm not talking about those niggas. I'm talking about the niggas. Talking about the niggas. She didn't even know what Off-White was, my nigga. You fucked up. We all know those niggas. Tough. that should know what off white is. Like, that, like she fucked like, up. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't. I don't even... Like this off white crickets. <laughs> okay, like no, that's your shirt. Yeah, she never. Blue. Your shirt yeah, is blue. Like you in the spot. You in the spot. The bitch. She don't know what I'm on my hair is. She don't know what the fuck Word. that shit is. So it's like them niggas be winning sometimes. No, I'm not talking about them niggas. I'm talking about the niggas that will come to you and be like, "Oh, you got those, man. I only wear designer." Them bozo ass oh, niggas. Oh, I know what. We, we work with The nigga that would try to shit on you because you got on classic J's that everybody giving you love, but he come over with his Gucci flats and be like, yo, my shit's just fly. And your shit's not even more than 400 $800 for it. Bro, you just bought a shoe that cost 65 cents to make in China, my nigga. For if $600? For $600, my nigga. If anything, Ooh. I did, I wanted to buy Gucci slides, but that's because of Future. Like, <laughs> Word, that's yeah. the reason why I want some Gucci slides. That was, there was an uprise, an uptick in Gucci slides. There was a moment in where I had that addiction. Get yourself some Birkenstocks and call I them love them. Birkenstocks. They are so <laughs> fucking I, I, I haven't right. crossed that bridge yet. I ain't gonna You will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. I'm on, I'm on, cro- I'm on Team Crocs. Yeah. I haven't made it to Birkenstocks. They're, they're, Crocs and Birkenstocks, uh, I wouldn't say the same, but they're both equally comfortable. I, yeah. I just feel like the Yakubs got Birkenstocks, so we just don't let them have that. There's going to be a moment in time where you're cooking French toast in your kitchen wearing a pair of Birkenstocks. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that point I, in life. I, I, I'm just going to say this. Making French toast in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna have kids at that Chill point. So I think anything I wear as a dad is just the full because my money gotta go to my kids. My money gotta go to my kids. My kids gonna have the Gucci slides. I'm gonna wear the Birkenstocks. My kids have no Gucci slides. That's a fact. I'm wild. my kids learn it. They can get it. Yo, Birkenstocks are type up there. They can get it. They can get it with the money. Yeah, Birkenstocks ain't no thirty dollars. Yes. That's the yeah. homes that's, yeah. that's the only Christmas gift. Mm. The yeah. question is why aren't why aren't they thirty dollars? Where why aren't they thirty dollars? It's the name. We know who Please who, tell Gucci's me. Gucci's the biggest fashion house. Because if you took Gucci the off the like, slipper, yeah, we know the name. That's really a thirty dollar slide that I see Maybe. at a dollar store for honestly less than thirty dollars. You see that shit on yeah. the yeah. Jamaica yeah. Avenue for yeah. fourteen ninety nine. To, to their defense street. though, to their defense though, they. Like like they their, their materials their fabrics their, the way they yeah, construct quality, their shit yes. is is a reason why they, I mean they do over overpriced well above what they should be pricing it mm-hmm. that's about an eighty dollars but there's there's a balance there's a eighty hundred max you, know you feel me yeah there's there's a balance between it because I remember there was um my brother was talking my my brother was selling out on like high fashion my younger brother mm-hmm. he was in high school so yeah my teacher was saying that like when you buy this you buy just a name. I'm like, well, does your teacher understand like fabrics and like factories and cuts and materials? Does did he even bring that up? Cause it's like, how are you teaching a class in school? Like you're teaching them false shit. Like you're teaching them about an industry that you know nothing about because you're a fucking corny ass teacher. No disrespect to teachers. Yeah, but it's like, 
I don't like when, like that. You're not me me as a person who was into yeah. fashion and like me as a person who's true, who like is very detailed about shit, how this shirt fits, how this shirt feels, or whatever mm-hmm. these jeans, whatever. And to hear that in a school, a teacher is telling kids that's all the same. It was it just kind of disturbed me. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, these brands they are they are overpriced. Like I don't really buy high fashion. I have some pieces, very very little. Yeah. Um, cause I don't really, I'm not living like that right now. To me, I have a big thing where you can't really, you can't really afford it if you can't buy three. Mm-hmm. So I'll be, I'll be buying shit that I can't afford though. <laughs> so I'll be buying shit that yeah. I can't buy three of, but I yeah. could buy at the time. But at the same time, I like to stay, I like to try to keep my mentality like that. So it's just like, I don't really buy that type of stuff right now. I love it as far as like an appreciation standpoint. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Quick sidebar, I do plan on buying um, a piece out of that Gucci and um, ASAP collection. So that I've committed worry. myself to three hundred dollars. There's so, there's so for a teacher. Are you gonna be able to get it though? I'm gonna it's, see. It's not. See, it's two battles now. This is it's a, not about getting the money and saving it and being able to have it at the time it comes no, out. I now it's about that. how you gonna get it, and it's just a whole other headache. I understand that, and I, as I like I said, I've been in the same culture for about 10, 12 years. Ago. So I understand the commitment that I gotta do for even a T-shirt. Yeah, I know even a fucking t-shirt, even a t-shirt, but I know the commitment I'm gonna have to do to get that. So I already, uh, I've already you crossed that bridge. Yeah, I've investigated some outlets to how I can get it. <laughs> Obviously, the store and the, on the Gucci website. I've I've tried to see, um, speak to some connections to people. No, I don't know the exact date, but I have. I know a couple of people that do know a couple of ASAP members. Maybe whenever there's a shop drop, maybe I get the first word. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like I'm expelling those routes, but let me know. Like, I don't know like like for me I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's just like I'm at the point in my life where like maybe because of my circumstances I'm just like eh like I'm starting to kind of put my value on different aspects mm-hmm. and like and, and like especially to Lex's point like a lot of these high luxury pieces are exactly that high luxury mm-hmm. yeah. they're, 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 they're very comfortable you can't wash them a certain way, like the way yeah. you, you wash a regular Nike Facts. t-shirts. You know, like like there there's a different way. Dry clean only. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like there's a certain way to handle them, and like and like I think that's the people that people the the, the shit that people kind of like forget about when it comes to buying a five hundred dollar t-shirt or mm-hmm. five hundred dollar. Mind you, I'm never buying a five hundred dollar t-shirt, but like a five hundred dollar like cardigan. Yeah. Like, you all right, let's talk about cardigan? it. Cardigan? Yeah, cardigan, like a $500 cardigan. Nice like cashmere. Right, you, you know, like a nice mm-hmm. wool, like something that, that's going to be heavy, going to keep me warm, look stylish mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You and know? That's, and a, it, like, that's a great thing to know. Like, even when you're getting into like high levels of fashion, know what you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're buying a $500 t-shirt, learn how to wash it. Learn how to, like, don't wear it in the rain. Don't dry it. Don't dry clean only, like I said before. Because you're going to end up being upset when you ruin that $500 t-shirt after you dried it one time and you only wore it twice. And a lot of them have instructions. Like, yeah. On the like, read that little tag that comes on the shirt. Like, that shit yeah. is actually very like, important and helpful. Makes no sense. Yeah, I like, I, That stopped me from shrinking up. some of my best shirts. So I'm like, oh, shit, I've been yeah. fucking my shit up. So it's like, you save money. It's like, why would you want to buy a $500 t-shirt and only get three wears out of it? Mm-hmm. Like, so, I've bought clothes and only got like a couple of wears out of it because now I've shrunk them to the point where an eight-year-old child can wear them. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. <laughs> I feel attacked now. <laughs> I thought about it too. Fuck you too. So, so, so question for you guys. Um, aside from sneakers, what what, what is the, 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 the most vital... Uh, article of, of clothing as far as style goes. 
It's a very good question, Mario. Yeah, top. Mm. Yes. The top you have. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The top, and then if you're a person that wears a hat, the classic fitted, because everything is a piece. The pants doesn't really matter because we're getting to a date. Chill. I don't know about that. Bro. To me, it really don't. It really no, don't. If I'm wearing shit. jeans, it's a different story. If I'm wearing Dante, jeans, Dante, it's a Dante, story, Dante. Bro, to you, they matter, matter, bro. You don't know what you're yeah, saying. They matter because you definitely trade in the small for the extra small for a reason. You're no, not wearing. No, no, I'm not talking about fit. You're I'm not, not wearing. Talking about fit. You're not wearing skinny jeans, bro. I'm not talking bro. about fit. But, but, but you're I'm talking about when I'm building my outfit. The last thing I think of is my pants. Why? The last thing I think of is my pants. Cause I, I, I see that. No, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. No, That's no, no. usually like the second or third. Like first is kicks, shirt, pants. Me, no, me mm-hmm. is the me is the same way. I think mm-hmm. it, me is all. I over. think but, I go my outfit from the color yeah. of my shoes, and then I, if I'm wearing a hoodie, it's the hoodie first, cause and then the t-shirt, cause I'm gonna take the t-shirt, the hoodie off, and show the t-shirt, and then to fit it. And then if I got if I want to wear jeans, sweatpants, cargo pants, shorts, it's what like I can switch it like. Maybe I'm just versatile. Like, yeah. to me, I feel like any fit I wear, I can wear whatever in it. Like, if I wear my Supreme j- football jersey, I can be able to wear shorts, sweatpants, jeans, cargos. Like, I sh- I, I can style like that. Right. I, I get I get that. I get that what you're saying. Me, it's just like, whatever I feel, bro, it's always different. It's always like, dude, if I see something, I'm like, oh, I haven't worn this. Let me wear this and build something around this right quick. Couple, you know, a couple minutes, or I want to wear these shoes. Let me just get something to go with these shoes. Or always starts with the shoes. You know, and it doesn't always start with the shoes. Nah, really. nah. It, sometimes really? it does, but not always. Sometimes the shoes, <laughs> like, right, these shoes yeah. will go with what I want to wear. Yeah, something. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you gotta respect them. To me, it's like I say at the top because that's what that's what people see you. That's the first impression. Like yeah. a lot of people do look down at your feet. Yeah, but the majority of people just look at the person in the front. Yeah. And that's like your first impression, like what you got on, like your torso, you know what I'm saying, your hoodie, your t-shirt, whatever, the season, whatever, you know, the weather may be, you got a flannel on over it, like that, that area where you dress yourself, like the torso area, like your top, is important to me, like a lot, mm. but I, I I care about everything, bro. Like, yeah, every little detail. I care about everything, man. Everything matters. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm almost there with you, but I would have to say the pants. Really? Wow. I, so 110%, I, the, the first thing I put on in the morning are my pants. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, like, like, like. well, to my point, that's the first thing that, that bases it off, and especially, so, like, yeah. like, you know, like. Oh, okay. your outfits so based off whatever Yeah, pants, so, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. If I'm feeling khakis, like, all right, now what am I going to put around these khakis? Or if I'm going to wear some cargos, all right, now, now, boom, here. And, like, sneakers are actually the last thing. Mm-hmm. Like I run through my tops, sweaters, all, all all that stuff first, and then you know I'll hit the sneakers last. Cause for me, the sneakers will always complement the fit. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a matcher. I agree with you. More of a coordinator, so yeah. it's like, all right, you know, if I can kind of flirt with color palettes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I think I have enough diversity in my sneakers to match at least the color pa- palette. I did you reverse. Now that you mentioned that, like, that's kind of how I yeah. that's myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about it. I do it in reverse. No, nah, yeah, you was definitely on the money. Yeah, yeah that was, that's 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 definitely um relatable. That's mad relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Can we all agree that socks are also important? Yeah, they are. Yes, very There was a time yeah. where you could just go outside yeah. in whatever pair of socks, yeah. but now yeah. it's like now, now it's, it's, it's a fashion statement. Yeah, yeah. it's a fashion statement. socks you wear. That's crazy. You wear blue socks. Shout out to Stance. I'm more or less on the. Yeah, shout out to Stance. I worked for him for a little bit. It was pretty lit. Word. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But nah, me, the socks is very important too. I'm more of a like, 
I just gonna be showing my socks. Not the crazy sock type, yeah. but more or less the like what material they're built with. Like what what yeah. material like the different the different um the like twill socks so, or like, yeah, like different the colors, different tones, textures, all mm-hmm. that. That's more like when it comes to socks, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna cop no fucking cashmere socks, I mm-hmm. wish. But like that's kind of like the the yeah, right color shoes deserve right color rules, socks. Yeah. You got on pink sneakers, wear pink socks. I'm a but I'm a big fan of the white oh, sock, right. what, the white sock pop. Like yeah, just no, that, whole 80s, like, that whole eighties, that whole eighties, nineties. Like you just got your white socks scrunched up, and it's just the whole like like the yeah, MJ yeah. style. Like I'm a big yeah. big. Like if you guys see me, white well, socks is era. mostly mostly yeah. what I wear. It's mm-hmm. a white sock pop. Sometimes like, the black bends, but like it blends better. Like if I got on like my my black up temples or something like that, but like. For the so most feel like part, white would be better on those. Hmm? So feel like white is better on those. Nah, because I, I'm when I wear those, I'm really in, inspired by the advertisement. Mm-hmm. The nigga dribbling with the black socks, mm-hmm. huh? Oh, okay. So it's just like that's just my my vision of that shoe. But it's okay. only it's only that particular only particular shoes that I wear color socks with. Mostly it's just white socks, but like a pop or like I wear like a sail color sock mm-hmm. or like an olive, like like the nicer, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like the more luxurious type of socks. You know what I'm saying with the like, like more like dress sock material, yeah. like that. When it comes to socks, that's more like the type of. Like, yeah, I was about to say like my sock game is probably the most severe when I'm dressed up. Yeah. You feel me? Like when I have like a button up and like oh, a nice. Of course, you getting the polka dots. That's the best time yeah. to show the socks. Like I'm talking about like Jean Grey. On oh. a sock. I'm oh, talking yeah. about like oh. Kill Bill scene with her fight. Yeah, yeah, like you could just let you it kind of pop because yeah. When you're kind of dressed up, I'm not going to say it's kind of like, it doesn't pop as much, but it is kind of formal and like, yeah, whatever. But, it, but it then you It's not really, meant to show up. Yeah, it's yeah. not meant to show up. But when you let, when you kick that leg over and cross your leg and you, you see your, your, your sock with yeah. fucking stepbrothers, yeah. are you an investor? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the, the Batman like, kick on the back, like, word, yeah, nigga. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it gives a little pop of personality yeah. in like a subtle way. Yeah, definitely. I also think like with sneakers and like, I feel like, Depending on your collection, like your color, like what colors that you like mostly like, because it's like if you have like we all have that one sneaker that probably doesn't match our color, like yeah. Because I always have that. I have one sneaker that is just like, why the fuck do I have this? Like I have nothing in this color, like. But I I still try to pull it off, and then you try to like that's how I kind of build my outfit. That's why I start shoe first, because it's like all right, and I built off comfort. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. like like I'm saying like I'm going to work because that's all I do now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work. I get the I get I get the shoes first because it's like fuck I'm on my feet eight hours every day. What do I need to wear? And then I will build front. Of, if I'm going out, then it's more of a base of let me build this bit by bit. Let me like if I'm going out like with my friends and we're going somewhere for like a birthday party where I at least gotta I have a girlfriend but I gotta look mm-hmm. like if I'm going out with my boys we all gotta look single so girls can go talk to them and help yeah. them out. Felt that. So it's like, I got to look good, my man. Look good, That's it. My man, I got to help him out. So it's just like, that's how I build it. But like, on the terms of a regular everyday basis, I'm thinking about my feet. Because mm-hmm. yeah. my feet Comfort. are going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Comfort. Oh, yeah. Especially in New York City. You're going to be trooping. You're always trooping. You're always trooping. Definitely. I'm high right now. Niggas is high. I got a quick question. Hold on. One hand. I didn't mean to cut you off, Kev. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, we get that one question, then uh, it'll be that time to wrap it up. Quick question. How we feel about this Kim and Ye situation right now? It's messy. It's messy. I could care less. Mm-hmm. Also. <laughs> I could care less. 
I feel like what's getting like lost in it is the actual issue of just like children on social media, because that's really his base issue. Yeah. I know it's Kanye West, so he's not doing a very that good way of That was the base take. issue, but then it kind of dragged on to a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. that we just didn't need to hear about. The drama. You know, man. like, yeah. Because you forget the two people that are involved. Kim Kardashian and we're, Kanye West. We're forgetting like, the kids that are involved. And They're the, the biggest ones. They're the one, like, we're forgetting that who these people yeah, are. Four fucking kids, yeah. We're forgetting who these people are in the terms of how they live their lives. of dramatic people like, all the time. Like, she has a TV show. He's just Kanye West. Yeah. So then you're losing sight of what the actual issue is. North. And then I saw a tweet where some dude immediately took that TikTok video and used it for some sus shit. So it's like, I understand, like, the, the issue is now mute because of how the fuck they act, but the point was proven. There's creep. There's creeps on the internet. There's weirdos. We know that. There's weirdos. That's crazy. There's some such shit with that video. So it's like when somebody has a problem with their kid being on social media, don't just immediately shut him down and be like, oh, the kid deserves to have fun. He's a, he's a general worthy father. And I, like, there's other people that feel the same way, but the problem is so now minute is just like my whole, my whole thing is they they like the drama because mm-hmm. that's the sad part about it easy, and not just them i don't want to single out um for this particular like thing i don't want to single them out yeah because all uh, m- most not all but most celebrities do this shit and it's just like you guys can easily go through all this shit without without posting anything on any type of social media but you feel as though you have to because you want everybody to know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like kanye west knows he has millions of followers and he knows millions of people are going to see mm-hmm. this, and millions of people are going to talk about it. It's become an issue. Mm-hmm. He knows that. And Why is this being talked about on social media? Come on, because I got each because numbers. exactly. Oh, so yeah. it's just like it's just like I I don't I'm I on Nick's I'm on Nick's energy because it's like, bro, regular people go through this shit every day and nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regular people go through this shit every fucking day with drama with their kids and why she got a phone. I ain't allowed to. Niggas mm-hmm. talk about that shit every day. That shit go to every day, every time. But nobody gives a fuck. But when it's Kanye and Kim, it's a whole thing. So it's Everyone like cares. they're 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 getting exposed right now. Mm-hmm. They're fucking human beings, my nigga. That's they're what this is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fucking human beings. All these celebrities, all this shit that goes on. Stop putting them on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah man. Like, like they're, they're great. Kanye's my man. They're great artists. They're great artists. Like maniac. Exactly. <laughs> I still know he's a maniac. I'm, 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 a, I'm a huge. I can't Kanye accept fan. the shit that he does half the time. The nigga's a maniac. Like, I'm a huge Kanye fan. Like, he's like I, he pissed me off with some yeah. shit he said about. He's like, everything. Man. He's a super narcissist. Yeah. I wasn't. I he wasn't the biggest not. fan of his um his drink champs interview. His drink champs interview. Mm. But he went a little wild on that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, it was a good. It was a good interview, but he said some strange shit that was kind of like as a fan of hip hop and the son as I followed that I followed and like made me as a person a big part of who I am. It kind of was like a disrespect, like yeah, and especially was, coming from an artist like him. But I kind of let that go because, like, you know what? He's his own person. He's developed to the artist that he is today. He's he's already a legend in the game. We've grown to accept him. Yeah, we've grown to accept him. Like, I, I have no problem pointing out the things I don't like. But at the same time, like, I love his art. Like, you got to see... You, I'm a big, big fan of, like, the whole scene where you got to separate the, the person from the art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... I'm really, really big on that because more than half of these people do not fuck with you. Mm-mm. Do not Shit. care about you. Do, are not nice to you Mm-mm. when they see you. So you can't really... When it comes to that, if you're gonna judge off that, then take half of the fucking people you listen to in your iTunes library and delete them. Cause (laughs) (laughs) that's just a part of life. These are human beings. Like you gotta put yourself in their shoes. So I'm a big, big fan of like separating the art from a person. We gonna save that one. That's the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta talk about a certain, uh, certain comedian who's out of jail now. Oh, definitely. 
And uh, I want to end this right quick. Right quick, I want to end this. I know we're going to wrap it up. But ashwagandha. I got to talk about ashwagandha. It is the greatest shit. I started taking it. It's a root. It's natural. It's a supplement. You buy it at Whole Foods. Buy it wherever they sell supplements. It's great for anxiety, stress. Uh, reduce all that naturally. It's a natural antidepressant. Um, it's good for lowering blood sugar. Mm-hmm. It's good for a lot of shit, yo. It's good for testosterone levels. It's good for it's athletic. It's good for fucking. It's good for a lot of things. It's good for fucking too. It's good for fucking. It's good. It's good. You got you good. So I'm telling you, I mean, I was going through some real like stressful situations at the beginning of the year. I was real stressed. I was really, really anxious, and my anxiety is like at an all time low now. So yeah, definitely ashwagandha. Just like take that. It's it's, it's yeah. natural. It's a root. Twice yeah. a day and y'all good. Y'all gonna be okay. Right. So yeah. Yeah, they sell it at like Walgreens and all that. All that, shit. all that shit. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, yeah. bro. Get on that, bro. Trust me. Or, yeah, Trust me. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm very interested. No. Alright, but yeah, it's about that time to wrap it up. This was a great show. We talked about a lot. Uh, if you're still here with us, bless you. Bless uh, you. Yeah, this bless was uh, our longest episode for a minute and honestly, well-deserved because well, we're very well, interested. A lot of, kind of, 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 yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's snap it up for us real quick. Yeah. Poetry yeah. 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 uh, All right, guys. Uh, uh, any closing words? We'll start with Lou. I'm good. <laughs> 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 What's up, Jazz? You know, just be great. Continue to be great. Focus on your self-care. Yeah, that's it. Ja? It go back to day one. Finish your route. Finish the route. Hey. Mm. Finish your route. What's up, Nick? Talk to us. Take care of yourself first. Always remember that. Mm-hmm. Dante? I want to speak very clearly. <laughs> Cut the fucking stock tags off your fucking shoe. <laughs> Word. Cut that shit off. That little green stock X tag. Cut that shit off. That shit is not drip. Cut no one no one needs to see that. That's just you like that shit cracking up against your ankle out. all the fucking time. No, cut that shit off, bro. That shit is not drip. That's all I need to say. Bone cells. Felt that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just say on that note, uh don't believe everything you see, see everything you believe. Shout out to everybody that listen. And fuck Steven Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, you son of a bitch. Samana bitch. Mm. <laughs> Paying motherfuckers to lose. God damn. God damn. The niggas joke about that shit. He was actually trying to do it. But um, that's all I got to see. Uh, where are you going? And that's it. Got <laughs> it. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Uh, my, my closing words are... Um, if uh, shit is bad, remember that shit doesn't get bad to the end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, wait, no, wait. No, it gets, no, it gets yeah, better yeah. at the end. Shit, shit gets better before it gets worse. And I know exactly what you're saying, my man. Yeah. Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Y'all know what, y'all know what the fuck you're saying. Stop acting all fancy and shit. Stock X, tax all eyes, words. Where can we find you at? Um, Lou Hayes. You can find me at Surge Ads NY. Um, you can also find me at Lou underscore H-A-Z. Um, that's L-E-W underscore H-A-Z. Yeah, they talk to him. Um, and you know, it's Smooth Jazz on IG and Smooth Jazz Eats on TikTok. And you know me, Overtime Ja on Instagram and Overtime Ja on TikTok. Uh, Nikki G on Instagram. That's Nikki with three Y's dot G underscore. 
find me at dante.r-d-o-n-t-a-e.r and on twitter you already know what it is negro diamonds 94 r-i-p to paul mooney <laughs> my nigga negro diamonds <laughs> yo um ig the stylistic with a ck at the end one word and twitter at lexo one underscore and y'all know where to find me at K-E-B underscore E-R-Y Everything gallery related will be posted below Again, thank you for stopping by My man, let's go Yes sir, welcome Thank you Yeah.